The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. Today, it's live coverage of the Amherst Invitational. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Live. Garrett Freeze, 38 and 7. Klingelhofer gets the first big takedown and then just puts the pressure on him on top. And Klingelhofer just gets the pin, Doug. And that's his 100th win in his career. Two of the top three teams in Class D headline today's field, with plenty of rated wrestlers ready to tangle in today's finals. All the action is coming in next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from Amherst right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Classic Hit 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com coverage of high school wrestling. It's become an annual event on this first Saturday of January. We have the Amherst Wrestling Invitational Finals, and we're still a little ways away from the action. We're wrapping up the consolation uh, semifinals at this point. Just a few matches left to go. But uh, the main story this year is it looked like Plainview was going to be able to hang with uh, Amherst for a while, uh, but this round has kind of changed things up here a little bit, Larry. Yeah, Doug, I think the deal is, and that's what we're going to see as this as, as this year goes on, is Plainview's got the hammers. I mean, they're going to stick dudes in the finals at the state meet, but the depth just isn't there. Amherst is so incredibly deep right now that – in the beginning stages of these tournaments, it looks like, ooh, somebody's on their heels. And then what you saw today is what you've seen really kind of through the year, and you're, I think, really going to see at the end of the year where there's just this massive separation through the semis and the consolation semis you get into the medal rounds because Amherst is just so incredibly deep. Well, there are 15 teams here, Amherst, South Loop, Plainview, Cambridge, Elwood, Shelton Kennesaw, the Class C representative, Medicine Valley, Overton, Eustace Farnham, Aurora has sent their junior varsity team over, and there's uh, Amherst, Shelton Kennesaw, Arcadia Loop City. I've seen multiple JVs at the same weight class because we've kind of seen them uh, wrestle against each other here in the consolation rounds. And Aurora's been over here a couple, three years now, and they have added a little flavor to this. They actually have a finalist today again uh, because they had one last year. Pleasanton is here, Arcadia Loop City, Fullerton, Neely Oakdale, and Anselmo Myrna are the teams here. But uh, we wanted to watch Amherst and Plainview there, ranked first and third. Burwell is in between. They had their own invite last night, Larry. Yeah, and, and won their invite. Um, I followed the tournament through the day yesterday, Doug, and uh, they were missing a couple guys yesterday, but they wrestled incredibly well. Uh, and Wood River was was in that meet and was, you know, uh, uh, wrestled there well pushed them as well but Burwell really did kind of pull away from the field I really do believe those are the three teams uh in the state this year uh in Class D being Amherst Burwell and Plainview and again I think it's going to come down to depth uh you know assuming the trajectory of these teams do what they normally do it's going to be hard to look at this and and not see Amherst really have pulled away maybe by 30 or 40 points on Saturday um in Class D well, you take a look at uh, what is going on. 
there's high plains is going on this weekend, and that's always one of the biggest meets. So uh, Class D is kind of spread out this week. Yeah, and, and kind of an interesting piece to that uh, high plains meet. You know, it is a little different. I think it's been about a dozen years, Doug, since you and I, I mean, all the way back to when I was still coaching, that uh, Tyler Herman, of course, the uh, head coach at Amherst, uh, hasn't been in an Amherst invite. And it's been a long time since he was at a High Plains meet, Doug. You know, he wrestled. uh, He's a Clark's kid. um, And at the very end of his career, his senior year, parents moved to Greeley. Of course, that's where he won his state championship. But Tyler actually is at the Clark's meet today. He's gone back for the first time and. 15 years or whatever, and he's receiving an award from the uh, NSAA today uh, at the Clark's invite. So kind of different maybe not to have him here, but uh, he's uh, returned home in in many ways and uh, receiving award from Mr. Higdon. And the base is still here at Amherst. Uh, The Klingelhoffers and the names that have been here, of course, Chase and Dave uh, taking over the reins of this uh, wrestling program. And then you see Tyler's dad right down the road uh, helping out uh, at Pleasanton. And he's uh, not just helping out, coaching the down coach, there yeah. because uh, they had the change there. And uh, the Pleasanton program uh, had become strong again. And Tyler Pulowski is in the finals today uh, for Pleasanton. And so is Riley Rasicki uh, in the finals today. So they still are representing well. And, and so all the guys, of course, all these coaches, most of them have known each other for years. But uh, although some things have changed a lot of it has stayed the same. Yeah, no question. And I think when you talk about Pleasanton, you know, Pleasanton is a program that really has been on the rise. And now, you know, that that room, it's got good kids in it. And gee whiz, um, you know, you've got uh, a Hall of Famer in uh, Mr. Herman as the head coach in there. You've got a state champion and his son, uh, Travis, now also in the room. Uh, Craig Mahler's son uh, is in the room, uh, a state medalist from Sargent. That room is full of dudes. Uh, uh, Mr. Gideon's son from Burwell is in that room every day. There are some tremendous coaches, Doug, over at Pleasanton, and they are doing uh, some really good things. We're going to take a break, take a look at the kids that are in the finals and have more as we get ready for the championships at Amherst right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. 
And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Doug Judah, Larry Baker back with you here at Amherst. Again, right off the bat here, I want to say thank you to Ron Evans and all the folks uh, that uh, helped make uh, today's action possible, the many fine sponsors and all the folks here at Amherst for their hospitality. We were talking about uh, the High Plains invite. Now in Columbus, used to be Clark's, but it's big enough uh, that they have it over at uh, Columbus. And I mean, teams and top ten teams from uh, all classes, uh, rated teams that are at High Plains, Wahoo and Columbus Scotus in B, Valentine, who's the number one team in C, David City, Battle Creek, Kearney Catholic are all there in Class D, Palmer, of course, High Plains is there as well. And there's also a nice meet uh, for Class D schools for the most part going on down at Franklin, a program that is on the upswing. We noticed that last year when they were the district runner-up. Yeah, no question. And they're gonna, they're good again this year, Doug. He's done a tremendous job with them. We have a, a great look at who's coming up and uh, going to compete in the finals. One thing is that all the weight brackets, and most tournaments, not all the weight brackets are full, but for having 15 teams, there was about three rate, weight brackets here at 113, and then 170 and 182, which is unusual. Usually you get into those uh, weight classes, you have a full field, but they decided to round robin a few of them instead of just flat-out bracket them. And really at 182, that's the only spot where we won't have a true championship match here in the finals. Yeah, that'd be a round robin in the way that the way they kind of worked out uh we didn't get the match up there we're going to take a look at who is wrestling for the championships when we return here on the new tech seed pregame show as a soybean grower what does it mean when dupont pioneer says they're with you from the word go when it's planting time they deliver seed when where and how you need it your local pioneer team is on call to provide the service products and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. Clipper Publishing is honored to feature students from the Platte Valley area each week in the pages of the Wood River Sunbeam, Shelton Clipper, and Given Reporter. From the academic to athletic accomplishments, we're proud of your success. Follow us on the Clipper Publishing Facebook page, where you can download pictures from all of our weekly events we cover in town and at the schools. And go to the Clipper Publishing website for daily updates. We are proud to cover our towns, our people. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Let's go ahead and take a look at who is going to be wrestling in the finals here today and our starting lineups, per se, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And 
Larry will let you chime in on a couple of these, obviously. Uh, you think 106 right out of the gate is going to be a good one. Cameron Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale against Isaiah Shields of Amherst. Yeah, they're number three and number four in the state, Doug. Uh, Wilkinson's a sophomore from Neely. Isaiah Shields is just a freshman. There are a lot of people that think he's good enough to win the whole thing this year, Doug. Uh, as an eighth grader last year, he was able to keep up, probably would have placed at the state meet last year if, 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 if he'd have been able to be in the lineup. Uh, very, very tough kid, but I can tell you that Cameron Wilkinson is long and strong, uh, so that, that will be a great match right out of the chute. At 113, this was one of the round robins, and uh, Salvador Aguirre of Amherst, who's ranked third, uh, has it really wrapped up. He will get John Ten Benzel of Cambridge in the next match. Yeah, and, and I, he looks really good. I just will say, Doug, Aguirre looks small to me at 113 pounds, and I think that's what you have to do here. You've got a great kid at six, and a great you know you have two good six-pounders. Somebody's got to go up, and you send the senior up. At 120, you have the defending state champion in Dominic Rickard of Plainview, uh, ranked just second, though, this year. He was the defending champ at 113, and he'll take on Tayton Eggleston of South Loop, who's ranked fifth, but had to really work just to get into the semifinal or into the finals, Eggleston did. Yeah, he did. That was an, an incredibly tough match. Rickard looks good. The Plainview guys right now look really, really good, and uh, 120 is going to be a born burner anyway with Alejandro Martinez from Elkhorn Valley. I mean, those guys are going to see each other and have, but... Uh, that will be a good match as well. And, 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 you know, it's number two and number five. At 126 pounds, Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton, who won the state championship last year at 120 pounds, is now ranked number one at 126. He'll take on Adrian Gurkett of Eustace Farnham. Yeah, and again, number one and number six in the state, Doug. I mean, this the, this tournament never disappoints. Come finals time, we get state-rated kids wrestling state-rated kids. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, and Pulaski, in looking at him uh, in the early rounds today, his body looks fit, and he does look very sharp. At 132 pounds in the final, you have got uh, Trenton Steinkraus of Plainview, who is currently ranked second in the state, and he will take on Andrew Hurley of Neely Oakdale, who uh, knocked off a state-rated wrestler from Medicine Valley in uh, R.J. Tutlam Hazen in the semifinals and pinned him in 331 and was ahead the whole way. Yeah, and Hazen, number fourth-rated kid in the state, and went out. match happened right in front of us. Uh, just almost seemed disinterested for a little bit, uh, struggled, came back and wrestled well then in the blood and guts round, Doug, but that was an upset. And then you go to 138 pounds. We had Christian Miller of Plainview, who won the state championship last year at 126, currently ranked number one at 138. He'll take on McQuay Scott of Arcadia Loop City, and uh, Scott had a heck of a uh, semifinal match as he beat uh, Ben Bogle of Elwood, giving him his first loss of the year, 4-3 to three in the semifinals. Yeah, and looking at this at 138, you've got Christian Miller from Plainview. He's a three-time state champion, Doug, going for four. Uh, arguably, him or Riggs, probably the two best kids in the state um, as you look at it. But McQuay Scott is a kid you just can't uh, hang around with. He has been in the varsity lineup for Loop City uh, for four years. He is an incredibly tough kid, real, real slick. Uh, he he will wrestle Christian Miller, that's for sure. 145 pounds should be another good one with two state-rated wrestlers. Cole Ashoff of Plainview, ranked number two in the state against Amherst. Trace Bosch, ranked fifth in the state. Now, Bosch medaled last year, but way down at 113 pounds. He was fourth place there, and he has jumped five weight classes yeah you know you look at this Bosch has been beaten in close matches the last two years in the state semifinals he's been uh, a two-time state placer 106 113 he finally grew now at 145 this is a brutally tough matchup 
Cole Ashoff is a great wrestler, Doug, but Bosch is tough to uh, finish on. Very, very tough. He only has two losses on the year, both to Riley Nichols of Elm Creek, rated just ahead of him. So uh, he's only got two Class D losses. That's the first half of the finals. We are here at the Amherst Invital, the New Tech Seed pregame show, and we'll be back and give you the upper weights right after this. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. We are on a mission for more. At Producers Hybrids, we think, work, and live outside the bag. That's what makes us different. As the leader in the Western Corn Belt, we focus on superior products, elite genetics, and cutting-edge trade technologies. We are exceedingly greater and outyield the rest. Contact your local dealer, Jared Kenny, today at 308-440-9832 or visit ProducersHybrids.com. We are Producers Hybrids. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here. Taking a look at the starting lineups or our championship wrestling matches. We'll also have third and fourth going out at the same time. Brought to you by Five Points Bank. Uh, now the uh, second half, we go to 152 pounds. And Carter Persley of the Aurora Junior Varsity drawn into the bracket. Beat Justin Anderson of Medicine Valley in a two-minute pin. And then uh, beat Connor Bonzoff 7 to nothing. Bonzoff just his second loss of the year. He's now 19-2 and on the year. Uh, but you've got a, a youngster from a very good program over at Aurora that's going to take on Riley Rosicki of a Pleasanton, who is ranked sixth in Class D. Yeah, and Rosicki looks good. Again, I, I think things are going well over there. Uh, with the Aurora wrestler against Bonchoff, he headlocked him in about the first 30 seconds, went up 5-0, and then was able to wrestle the rest of the match out, Doug. At 160 pounds, Stephen Duffy of Shelton, Kennesaw, who finished sixth at 152 pounds in Class C last year, will take on Cole Eggie of Amherst. Yeah, and in that, Doug, uh, you've got a situation where we don't have, it's virtually the only way we don't have a rated wrestler, uh, will be a, a good match. The Duffy kids, they've, there's been 100 of them, and they've all been the same. They're tough, they're big, they're mean, they're technical. Uh, every one of those brothers has looked the same. And then uh, we've got another Duffy at 170 pounds. Could be an outstanding match here. Kalen Klingelhofer of Amherst, who finished third at at 160 pounds this year and is ranked number one at 170. We'll take on Daniel Duffy of Shelton, Kennesaw, who is ranked fifth 
in Class E, and uh, this is their second meeting of the year. Yeah, Doug, I think this probably is uh, could be, you know, outside of 106 uh, at 145, this could be the match of the day. Kalen Klingelhofer right now, you know, he's, he's, got the, he, he's got that pressure in the sense when you're a Klingelhofer, you don't leave till you get one. <laughs> and virtually all of them have gotten one. And when I say that, I say that somewhat jokingly, but I'm not at all. I've heard the conversations around those dinner tables, and it's not a joke. you got to win one. And he, he does have that pressure right now, and he's really living up to it. He's looked very sharp, looks to be really on another level, to be quite honest with you, right now. Duffy's only loss on the year is to Klingelhofer, and it was by a major decision. So, uh, And Duffy will have made some adjustments. He loves those types of matches, and there is nothing better than being an Amherst dude and being in a big match in this gym. That one will get electric. 182 pounds. This is the only one where we probably won't have a true championship match. Taylor of Medicine Valley has went 3-0, and and he'll take on Haller of Shelton Kennesaw, who has went 2-1 and today. Pearson of Cambridge has also had a very good uh, day as well, but Taylor beat Pearson in the last round by pin. Yeah, that I mean, that one just was kind of a mishmash, as you said. As you said. Let's uh, take a look at 195 pounds. It is Dane Bogart of Amherst. He was the state runner-up last year. He's ranked number one. He'll take on Trace Doyle of Cambridge. Yeah, and Dane Bogart is just a kid. He's not flashy. He doesn't look muscular and that kind of thing. He never gets tired, and he's got as good a power half as anybody in the state of Nebraska, and I really mean it. He's very simple. They, they know what he's good at, and they've coached him to it. At 220 pounds, Medicine Valley's Levi Henderson is ranked fourth in the state, and he will take on Skyler Brown of Overton. Yeah, and Medicine Valley, again, doing a nice job. That's always Their kids are always pretty tough and gritty. And uh, Levi Henderson is a, is a very good wrestler. And then your finals at heavyweight, Amherst Jacob Peterson, who is ranked second in the state at 285, uh, has an interesting matchup here with Lane Ruby of Arcadia Loop City. We've known the Ruby name for a long, long time, but Arcadia Loop City had two wrestlers at heavyweight, and actually Ruby had to beat Jacob Jarabic, a freshman heavyweight, uh, for Arcadia Loop City in the semifinals. And so, you know, they probably wrestled it off in the wrestling room, but entered them both here today. Well, yeah, and l- last night, Doug, um, at the Burwell tournament, uh, Jarabic places Harubi doesn't even place in the tournament. Uh, so it's very interesting. I'm just telling you right now, Class D heavyweight, it has been maybe 20 years since I've seen it like this. It is wide open. I have no idea who's going to win it at the state meet. One of, and the reason that's relevant here is the two dudes you're going to see wrestle here in the finals today, both could be in the finals at the state meet. It's a very wide open tournament. Lane Harubi is huge, and I mean huge. He's a 285-pound dude. He's maybe six foot, mean, rip your face off. And the Jarabic kid from Loop City is a freshman, and he's about 6'5 or 6'7. I'm not kidding you know, 250, whatever. Uh, So having those two dudes in the room go at it, it'll be interesting to see who gets the nod at the state meet. My guess is they'd go with Harubi because he's older. Well, and again, he won by a pin, and when you get into those heavyweights, you lean the wrong way, you're going to get pinned. You could have all the technical stuff, but usually uh, you lean the wrong way, and it was a a second-period pin. Yes, and, and, and the Harubi, or excuse me, the Jarabic kid, Jacob Jarabic, he's going to be really good, Doug. His uh, uncle is a state qualifier for me, uh, Thomas Jarabic, tremendous wrestler, great competitor. Uh, what you see right now is, is you know, you look at, 
uh, Jacob Jaraba, can he, you know, you think, geez, big guy, he's just a baby. He's just a freshman. And when he grows up and really gets to be a man, look out. I mean, he's he's going to be a people eater. Those are our finalists brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll take a look at the team scores as we get close to the start of wrestling, which we will be uh, going by the top of the hour here from the Amherst Invite on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. If you've got somewhere... A family member, an alum that wants to listen to the wrestling championships today, let them know that it's on PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back with more after this. You haven't experienced great food until you've made the short drive to Sumner to dine at Tubbs Pub. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch specials sure to fill you up and homemade nightly dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. So make this short drive and see why everyone says great things for miles around about Tubbs Pub in Sumner. It's the best home cooking you'll find, and you won't even have to help with the dishes. Get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner, a proud supporter of tonight's game. LaserTech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. LaserTech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. LaserTech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With LaserTech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how LaserTech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day just like athletics to assure a winning combination with insurance you need the right coverages on the right policies for the right price contact the call agency for protection written through the wadena insurance company a member of the imt group in des moines iowa wadena provides fast claim service new car replacement and identity recovery coverage built into their auto policies for no additional premium Call the Crawl Agency, Incorporated in Roseland, Hastings, Minden, and Kennesaw. The Crawl Agency, the IMP Group, and you, your winning combination. We are on a mission for more. At Producers Hybrids, we think, work, and live outside the bag. That's what makes us different. As the leader in the Western Corn Belt, we focus on superior products, elite genetics, and cutting-edge trait technologies. We are exceedingly greater and out-yield the rest. Contact your local dealer, Jared Kenny, today at 308-440-9832 or visit ProducersHybrids.com. We are Producers Hybrids. Back on the New Tech Seed pregame show from the Amherst Invitational and Doug Duda, Larry Baker. Oh, Larry, here he comes. He's bringing you everything yeah. you need right now. Colin Pfeiffer, baby. He's. I tell you what, at Amherst you get treated top-notch. First of all, it's fabulous food. I mean, <laughs> weird that I would think of that. And then Colin Pfeiffer's always the dude on the on the spot. We don't have to go try to figure out what's going on. Colin always brings us our stuff. Well, let's take a look at the team scores going into the finals. 16 teams are here. In 16th place is SEM with five points. In 15th is Anselmo Myrna with eight. In 14th is Fullerton with 33. A tie for 12th between Overton and Eustis Farnham each have 36. Neely Oakdale is 11th with 45 and a half. In the 10th spot is Pleasanton with 46. With 47, Arcadia Loop City. Elwood setting in 8th with 49. 7th, Medicine Valley, 50 points. The Aurora Junior Varsity has 54 points. They're in 6th. The top 5, Shelton Kennesaw is 5th with 56. Cambridge is 4th with 64. South Loop is 3rd with 80. Plainview is 2nd with 95 and a half. And Amherst had a huge consolation semifinal round, 162 points. So 
they are going to win it again. But you look at it, I I thought we were going to be a little bit closer uh, when the day was over. And uh, Plainview's got a chance to get a lot of points here in the finals, but we've already had the the major scoring round. Yeah. And I think, Doug, you said it uh, when we were at break. The key there is they were virtually tied at 95, excuse me, going into that uh, round, and then Amherst just scored a bajillion points. That's the depth. Plainview's got those four kids that are going to go out and score a bunch of points for them, and then outside of that, it's tough. Now, those four or five kids could score you, you know, 80, you know, points at a state meet, but it's those dudes coming through with sixths and fifths. You just start punching all those tickets, and you see what happens to that point total. Yeah, just to let you know, folks, here's the number of kids that were entered in again. 14 weight classes, but Amherst has 15 kids wrestling. They slide a kid in. You got a couple in the weight classes. So Amherst had 15 kids today. Cambridge and Shelton Kennesaw had 12. The Aurora JVs brought 11. And then you've got nine for South Loop. Plainview only has eight wrestlers wrestling here today at Madison Valley. Elwood and Arcadia Loop City with seven. So did Eustace Farnham. Overton had eight kids today. Uh, Pleasanton with six. Neely Oakdale had five. SEM four. Fullerton three. And just one wrestler coming over from Anselmo Myrna. So those are the team scores in the finals. We'll be back with more from the Amherst Invite right after this. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes, plus a great selection of wind rowers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here at Amherst. Let's take a look at who else is going to be wrestling in our third and fourth place matches. At 106 pounds, it'll be Sam Turney of Shelton Kennesaw against Kent Ray of Elwood. At 113, they had five round robin. They did it in a round robin, so this is round five. But Salvador Aguirre of Amherst is undefeated so far today. He'll take on John Tenbenzel of Cambridge, Brian Herrick of Eustace Farnham, Jaden Sabatka of Plainview, and Dalton Donigan of South Loop against Giovanni Duran of Elwood. 
In the third place match at 120, Connor Sonderup of Fullerton against Braden Cumston of Amherst. That could be a pretty good one right there. Yeah, no question, Doug. Uh, 126, Morgan Shields of the Amherst JV against Hunter Cobb of Amherst in the varsity. 132, R.J. Tutlam Hayes of Edison Valley against Joe Herbert of Arcadia Loop City. Sam Florell of Amherst and Ben Bogle of Elwood at 138. Trenton Cluck of the Aurora JV against Raul Klaus of Elwood at 145. Third place match at 152, Connor Bontoff of Cambridge, Jaden Earhart of Neely Oakdale, Zach Bliss of Aurora JV against Gavin Robertson of South Loop at 160. At 170, Tyson Trotter of Arcadia Loop City against Cody Runner of Cambridge. Matt Pearson, we've got Round Robin at 82. At 95, C.J. Pickerel of Fullerton and Spencer Bloomer of South Loop. We'll take a break for the National Anthem. Be back with more on the New Tech Seed pregame show right after this. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest Hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasanton Meat Processing says tear them up, Bulldogs. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Taking a look at, uh, had a couple of more of those third-place matches before we took a break there at 195, C.J. Pickerel of Fullerton, Spencer Bloomer of South Loop. At 220, Logan Gustafson, Fullerton, Marshall Still, South Loop. And at heavyweight, Jacob Jaropic of Arcadia Loop City against Junior Sasita of Shelton, Kennesaw. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, or New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll begin wrestling right after this. 
Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. It's a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. High School Wrestling on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM, Carney Amherst, Overton of the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer engineer, Ed Smith. We are underway. The 106-pound championship has Neely Oakdale's Cameron Wilkinson against Isaiah Shields of Amherst. And, Larry, already some action. Yeah, no question. Cameron Wilkinson goes out and just took Shields down immediately. And then if we look over to map three, Doug, We've got the 113-pound championship going in Salvador Aguirre uh, from Amherst Wrestling. John Tinbenzel of Cambridge and Aguirre, two quick takedowns. He's 4-1, to one, and it really is controlling things in that match. And, of course, Aguirre, a transfer in. Yeah, from Kearney, uh, uh, Class A state qualifier, Doug. Very good wrestler. Our consolation match right now at 106, Sam Turney of Shelton, Kennesaw, Kent Ray of Elwood, and Ray... Takes the first period two to nothing, and they'll go to the second period. Ray will get choice, and he decides that they're going to go both up. Yeah, and Wilkinson here for Neely Oakdale just stuck uh, Isaiah Shields in the torture chamber. Doug, he's got the uh, Dale Bean, the officials holding two. He's going to get two. There's only 30 seconds left in the period. He's going to be down at best four to nothing. There they've awarded the two, but he's got a body lock on him, and he's squeezing the stuffing right out of him. And Aguirre has turned 10. Benzel of Cambridge with 17 seconds left. They're on the edge of the mat here, and he has got the three-point near fall if he's unable to get the pin right on the edge of the mat with 10 seconds. Shields is in big trouble here, Doug. Only five seconds left. I think he's going to live, but he's going to find himself down seven to nothing after the first period. Wilkinson looks good. And a Geary, Doug, they're going to move to the second period there at 113 pounds against Tim Benzel of Cambridge. And Salvador Geary finds himself ahead 7-1. to one, And he looks very fluid, uh, just very smooth, um, uh, isn't fighting any position. It seems to be coming very easy to him. Tim Benzel gets choice in the second period. He decides to go top to try and turn Aguirre. Over here in the third-place match, it is Kent Ray of Elwood now up by a score of 4 to nothing. They went both up. He gets the takedown of Turney of Shelton Kennesaw. He's up 4 nothing. 40 seconds to go in the second period. Got a little blood time here in the Shields-Wilkinson match. Yeah, Doug, and I, I agree with the Tin Benzel decision there because if he chooses down, Aguirre's just going to cut him and take him down again. This is his shot, try to put Aguirre in a position that he hasn't been in yet in the match. And that failed. Aguirre just got out. Minute 30 to go in the second period. Aguirre's up 8-1 to one over Ten Benzel of Cambridge. Ten Benzel tried to go with the underhook throw, and Aguirre fights that off. 
We're ready to start the second period at 106, and they have decided to go both up here with Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale leading Shields of Amherst by a score of 7 to nothing. And right off the whistle, Shields takes a shot, but Wilkinson's able to take it and uh, restart. Yeah, Shields has got to get on some offense. Aguirre with another takedown, now 10 to 1. And just very methodically working into a back point position, Doug, here looking for backs. He's got to scoop the head here, and he's going to get him off of an arm bar. 50 seconds to go there in the second period. Aguirre up 10-1. to 1. Back over here after the uh, shield shot. Wilkinson countered, but they have not uh, said that Wilkinson has the takedown quite yet because Shields holding on to an ankle, or a leg, I guess, in this case. Yeah, and Shields just is struggling with the length and the strength there, Doug. Uh of Wilkinson. Wilkinson, very good wrestler. He is a sophomore. This 106-pound weight as well, Doug, is wide open this year in Class D. Ryan Patrick of Sutherland is the number one rated wrestler, and then Logan Russell of High Plains, and then, of course, these two wrestlers. They have been almost surprised we haven't seen a stalemate here, Larry. Yes, I agree. There it is. (laughs) So We come to the end of the second period, and Gary has a 10-1 lead of Amherst in the 113 final over John 10 Benzel of Cambridge. And he's going to return the favor. They give Gary his choice, and he said top. <laughs> so they're just going to do it that way, I guess. But right here, Shields. But, but the, the thing you notice, Doug, he doesn't stop coming forward. He's extremely tough in there. But the transition from shot to finish for him is not good. He's taken that shot, and then he just gets stuck under there, and that sucks all that energy out of you. Gary has got a chicken wing set up here, and he has got him turned to his back, but really not the best position as he tries to pin 10 Benzel with 90 seconds to go in the match. Now he switches out, and he's got 10 Benzel in a lot of trouble. Yes, he does. Watch when they stand up, though, Doug. You will notice the difference. Gary is a very small 13-pounder. Uh, and we'll, it will be interesting to see how that plays late in the year. Over at the consolation match, Shelton's Sam Turney has got back into it, and he has got Kent Ray in trouble with 30 seconds. He's down 4-3, to three, but he's got back points, so essentially he's up 6-3. to three. Ray of Elwood needs to get out of there and get a reversal, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. And Aguirre now does finally finish off 10 Benzel with a pin in 4.55. Yes, and there was a pin over on Matt 1 as well, Doug. And that will come in 441 for Sam Turney of Shelton Kennesaw, who rallies to win the third place medal at 106. Doug, I watched Kent Ray of Elwood wrestle three times today, and I'm very impressed with him. Uh, it looks like he's maybe a little bit raw, but his body's very well put together. He's got tremendous grit, and he's always coming forward. It looks like he just needs a little more seasoning. Over here at 106, Shields is on top for Amherst, but he trails 7 to nothing. His only chance is to pin Cameron Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale. A minute 20 to go in the match. Yeah, and right here, Shields. The thing is, if he can get the old Amherst tilts going, Doug, if he can capture that wrist and do what Amherst has done so well for the past decade, he can rack up points fast. Got the third-place match at 120. Braden comes to of Amherst. Connor Sondrup of Fullerton just getting underway. Also a consolation match at 113. So our 106 final is all that's left. And Shields is doing some good work. Wilkinson hasn't been able to get out or really do anything off bottom. But right now with 50 seconds to go, he's just trying to not get turned. And there's that arm bar we talked about, Doug. He's so good on top with that. You know, the guy in his corner 
Chase Klingelhofer, don't forget, it was his turns against the church kid at High Plains in the semis that got him into the finals the year he became a state champion as a senior. Wilkinson trying to get to the edge of the mat and gets out of bounds for a restart with 30 seconds to go. Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale, a 7-0 lead over Shields of Amherst. 30 seconds to go in the match. Braden Cumston got a takedown of the first period. They'll go to the second. He's up on Sondrup of Fullerton, 2 to nothing. And, of course, that's another Sondrup. That's uh, the little brother, remember, of Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. Yep, a tremendous football player and wrestler. But you cannot blink when you watch uh, uh, them wrestle over there, Doug, because I'm just going to tell you, Braden Cumston, he can score 10 or he can give up 10 at any second. Very exciting wrestler to watch. Wilkinson has been warned for stalling on the bottom as Shields tries everything in his power to get him turned, and he's had to start gambling. And Wilkinson just holding on here, and he's going to win it, but Shields just couldn't get him turned. Here in the third period, it'll be Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale, 7, and Isaiah Shields of Amherst, nothing. Yeah, that's the situation, Doug, where Isaiah gave up a quick takedown and then just started giving up back points. You saw how he came on. Let's take a break here. We'll be back with the Dominic Rickard of Plainview and Tayton Eggleston of South Loop match. Tyler Pulaski-Pleasanton, Adrian Gerken of Eustis Farnham when we return. The Kennesaw Market is an Affiliated Foods Midwest store. The Kennesaw Market is your hometown grocer, stocking Surefine and Surefresh products. The Kennesaw Market also has a dining area, serving daily lunch specials, dine-in or carry-out. The Kennesaw Market is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, and 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sundays. They appreciate your business at the Kennesaw Market, 210 North Smith Avenue in Kennesaw. The Kennesaw Market is a proud supporter of all the Kennesaw athletes, teams, and coaches. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Doug Duda, Larry Baker at the 2017 Amherst Wrestling Invite. Uh, more wrestling coverage than anyone else in the state when it comes to radio. We're glad to be here again in 2017. In two weeks from today, we will be at the Lou Platt Conference Championship Meet. This year hosted by Ravenna and Larry without Adam Central. But we will see Mark Zesker, who's ranked number one at his weight class now at Donovan Trumbull. There are some really good wrestlers in the now nine-team Lou Platt Conference. And next year... 
Central City comes in. Yeah, that thing has always dug such a great tournament. Um, and it will be again this year. You're going to have a tremendous tournament this year. Braden Cumston now has thrown Connor Sundrup and gets the pin. Ooh, time might have been out. The towel boy wasn't over there. The clock reads zero, and now the official has to come to the table. Time may have been out. He actually, uh, Cumston has called for an illegal throw on Sandra, which closed it to 4-3. or four, three. Yeah, and I think Cumston even knows. He just put his leg band back on. Yeah, he's ready to wrestle some more. I don't think that that happened before time expired. No, what are they going to say? Sundrup's dad will go. Sundrup's dad will go crazy if this. No, no it's over. It's done. So Braden Cumston of Amherst will get the pin in three minutes and take third at 120 pounds. Now Tyler Pulowski of Pleasanton is all over the place with a 15-second takedown here of Adrian Gerken of Eustace Farnham in a top six matchup over on mat number one we're in the round robin part of 113 herrick of eustace farnham and sabatka of plainview are tied 4-4 with a minute 30 to go in their match but that is already going to be won by a gary of amherst so they're wrestling for a medal right there yeah and there pulaski's putting himself in trouble he's athletic enough doug he's going to come out on top i think you know it's going to be interesting. He had an incredible match last year uh, in overtime uh, and, you know, did a great job. But Hazen from Creighton is right there again, and they're going to have a battle. He's got to clean some of that stuff up. I think Coach Herman will be able to do that, but he is so uber-aggressive um, that, that sometimes it, it gets a little sloppy. He's just got to clean some of that up, I think. I don't know how much Coach Herman will have to do with it when you've got Dad and Coach Matt Pulaski over there helping out as well. Yeah, so. yeah that's that, that's for sure. But I think Coach Pulaski's smart enough to let the Hall of Famer work some <laughs> of his magic. Well, uh, Pulaski had take down Gherkin and escape. Then Pulaski had take down a two-point near fall, and that was all in the first minute. So Pulaski's up 6-1 on a restart. Back over the Battle of Amherst's. Morgan Shields and Hunter Cobb uh, put themselves in a third-place match here at 126 pounds. And Shields gets the first takedown, and he'll have a 2-0 lead at the end of the first period. Yeah, Doug, and Gherkin from Eustis Farnham is wrestling tough. He's doing a nice job, but he's down 8-2 to two on two releases. Uh, Pulowski is just uh, heads above here. I don't know if you've noticed the shoes of the Pleasanton coaches. Look in the corner. They all have them on. Herman does. Quarter Pounder does. Gideon does. They're leather wingtips. They're black leather wingtips, and they, the wingtips are red. Yes, they are. So they're pretty They're pretty fast, that crew. They are not wearing sweatpants today over <laughs> at Pleasanton. We have come to the end of the first period in the uh, championship match here at 126 pounds, and Pulaski uh, will get to choose bottom here with an 8-2 lead against Gherkin. Yeah, and this will be good. You know, you always want to see kids like this, front runners, great kids on their feet. You have to be able to get out, Doug, and you've got to be able to get out really somewhat effortlessly. He's going to do that uh, with a reversal and not an escape. That's always better. So he's up 10-2. to two. We've went to overtime between Herrick of Eustace Farnham and Sabaka of Plainview at 113. And back over here at 126 of the third-place match, Hunter Cobb has picked up two points to start the second period. And we are tied 2-2 with Cobb and Shields, both from Amherst. 
Yeah, that's always fun. You know, when you enter two dudes in a weight and they get a wrestle in the last round, you're doing something right when you're pro- with your program if that's the case. Pulaski continuing to work. Gherkin of Eustace Farnham. He's up 10-2 to now and is tilting him and sticking him. Yeah, he just run him right over his head in a half, Doug, and stuck him very rudely. Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton, two minutes and 45 seconds, improves to 18-1 and one on the season. And it's always interesting when the state champ does get beat as a sophomore, but he's seen some competition. Yeah, no question. They, they, they are. And as I said, he was a very interesting state champion as a freshman, Doug. Won some real close matches. He's incredibly aggressive, and his aggression is what was able to do it for him. If he can clean up his wrestling, Doug, and not put himself in some of those goofy spots, the sky's the limit for this kid. Now, again, we haven't skipped 120. It's just the way it's set up here on uh, track wrestling. Dominic Rickard of Plainview, Tate Eggleston of South Loop. Uh, Rickard, the defending champ at 113, is ranked second at 120. Eggleston of South Loop ranked fifth. What about this South Loop program? Yeah, you know, that's that's the old Callaway and Arnold, and they, they do a really nice job over there, Doug. They've got a bunch of good football players right now. They had a tremendous football season, and it's not it's not a mistake that that translates into the winter sports. Cobb and Shields of Amherst are tied 2-2 as they go to the third period. We have all consolation matches. Sam Florell of Amherst, Ben Bogle of Elwood at 138. We'll be back with more of the Amherst Invite, brought to you in part by Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Impact Ag partners. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Final seconds run off the clock here in the 126-pound third-place match in the Battle of Amherst, and it's going to be Morgan Shields 
who must have lost in the weight in the room earlier in the week because he's the JV, but he is able to get an escape here in the third period for a 3-2 win over Hunter Cobb of Amherst of the varsity. So he'll take third place there. And we now have the championship match between Tate Negleston of South Loop, Dominique Rickard, uh, who has the first takedown, the 16-1 senior against the 9-0 sophomore. Yeah, and Rickard's a stud, Doug. He's awful tough. Tate Negleston is a tough wrestler. We just talked about the South Loop program. He'll he'll do fine here. Oh, big tilt there by Rickard. And this is senior versus sophomore. Yeah. I mean, that's if it's if it's senior, senior, uh-oh. How about Eggleston trying to sneak out the back door here, but a good counter. He is going to get the escape, two near fall, one escape. So four to one, Rickard. Over on the second mat here in the 138 third place match, Sam Florell of Amherst leads Ben Bogle of Elwood two to one midway through the second period, and Bogle on bottom here as uh, Florell tries to get him turned, but can't get the job done, and they'll come off the mat and restart. Yeah, and Florell's a tremendous wrestler, Doug. Uh, just a lot like his brother. I mean, he does a nice job. 132-pound championship is also underway. Trenton Stein crossed the 14-1 junior of Plainview against Andrew Hurley, a 9-3 sophomore of Neely Oakdale for the 132-pound championship. Steinkraus ranks second in the state, trying to get the takedown here a minute gone in the first. Still 4-1, to one, record of Plainview leading Eggleston of South Loop on a restart. 20 seconds to go in the first period. And boy, uh, Rickard just getting after it. He is trying to pull every arm, grab everything, get every kind of a throw or takedown here, and you got to give Eggleston credit after the early takedown. He's been able to fight him off, and it will be 4-1 to one as they go to the second period. Yeah, two of the four uh, Plainview studs are on the mat right now. <clears throat> you know, it's interesting. We talked about that, Doug. Morgan Shields beats Hunter Cobb. If you didn't have a 70-point lead, yeah. when they walk out, you actually do have to tell them, I'm sorry, son, but you have to lose. <laughs> <laughs> because I, you, you gain us nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just going to have a walkover. Yes, we are. At some point, you need to find your way to your back. Well, here at 120, Rickard is second. At 132, Steinkraus is second. At 145, Ashoff is second from Plainview. And then Miller is first at 138 pounds. That could be an interesting wrestling room when you partner off. Well, no question. And all four of those guys, Doug, could be state champs. And I guess that's the thing that we've talked about through this deal is if they if they had two more dudes, you know, uh, they've yeah. they've got the big time firepower, but depth. You've got to have some depth. Again, only eight kids here today, but they've got, as we just said, all four of those guys are uh, in the finals here today for Plainview. Four in the finals total all came in as the top seed. Here in the consolation match, Florell gets a reversal to start the third period. Florell of Amherst four, Bogle of Elwood one with about a minute 10 to go in the match. It's still 4-1 to one over here between Rickard and Eggleston. Eggleston on bottom to start the second period, hasn't been able to get out, and Rickard hasn't been able to turn him yet midway through period two. And it's still Steinkraus of Plainview leading Hurley of Neely Oakdale 2 to nothing as they start the second period. Steinkraus takes down. Now, Doug, and I will just tell you, Eggleston has done a great job. He gave up the whirlwind, the big four, right away. And then he has just wrestled tough and been a grinder here throughout. And he does get an escape, so Eggleston is now down 4-2 to two as they're on their feet with 30 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, and of these Plainview guys, I will say Christian Miller's the only one that I've seen today just really open it up and fire every bullet. These guys are wrestling close matches. You don't want to do that late in the season. 
And back over here, Bogle's going to get an escape for Elwood. He's down 4-2 to two to Florell of Amherst. Just 30 seconds left. So Bogle, who suffered his first loss, and he's only 8-1, and one, but suffered that in the semis, is now going to have to find a way to get a takedown. Yeah, and Bogle's tough to wrestle, Doug. He's kind of slick and funky in some of the things that he does. Uh, so, so he is a very tough matchup. And Florell should get dinged for stalling because he's backing up. Now he checks the clock. Yeah, there's no question there. Bogle in on a single with eight seconds to go. Tries to sweep it, but not going to get it. Time will expire, and Sam Florell, 138 pounds, is going to get the 4-2 win. That was not the way you want to finish a match if you're Sam Florell. He just posted both palms uh, on the shoulders there, Doug, and did nothing to finish that match. Bogle just needed to get to that leg a hair sooner, and I think he'd have finished. Rickard now, Plainview, is going to get a takedown here to start the third period. He's up 6-2 to two over Eggleston of South Loop, who rolls through and gets the escape. And one of the young men that we'll be looking at in Omaha, Doug, at the end of the year, going for four straight state championships, uh, is Christian Miller of Plainview. Just took the mat against McQuay Scott of Arcadia Loop City and a very quick takedown. Uh, um, he got the takedown in about five seconds. And they'll come off the edge of the mat and get a restart. Updating on what we've got going on in the 120-pound championship. Rickard has just picked up another takedown for Plainview. So he now has an 8-3 lead over uh, Tayton Eggleston of South Loop. All three of his points via the escape. And uh, now McQuay Scott in a little bit of trouble. Boy, look at Miller working. Tip, tip, turn. And, Doug, we will get uh, area flavor here. Brody Lewis of Franklin in our area, two-time state champion, settled at the same weight. They're number one and number two in the state right now, so we will see that later. Big reversal there. I said this in the open, Doug. McQuay Scott is a kid that's got a ton of experience, and he will back away from a no one. And he does get the reversal, and they'll roll off the mat. Scott, 18-4 and four as a senior. Miller, 19-0 and 0 as a senior. One minute to go in the first period, and Miller has a 4-2 lead. And we are at the end of two periods over here in the 132-pound championship. Stein Krause of Plainview, a 4-0 lead over Hurley of Neely Oakdale. Back at 120 pounds, Rickard continues to lead 8-0 here. Just can't get Eggleston on his back. No, and I, that's why I said, like, Eggleston, you know, he could have cashed this thing, and he's just wrestled tough, Doug. And it's what you want to see out of your young kids, kids that you think have some promise. They got to have some grit. You've heard me say it before. You know, the old nose to the grindstone trick. That's easier said than done. Most kids want to jerk their neck back when the first layer of skin comes off the nose. What we're seeing is Eggleston's not one of those guys. Christian Miller of Plainview now gets the reversal as they come off the mat, and he has a 6 2 lead over McQuay Scott of Arcadia Loop City, and time has run out on the 120-pound final, and a lot of spinning and rolling around, but it was Dominic Rickard of Plainview, an 8-3 win over Tayton Eggleston of South Loop. So Cameron Wilkinson, Neely Oakdale, Salvador Gary Amherst, Dominic Rickard, Plainview, Tyler Pulaski, Pleasanton, our first champions, and Stein Kraus of Plainview has a 4-0 lead over Hurley with a minute 22 to go on a restart. And it is now 9-2. Christian Miller has the lead over McQuay Scott. And that was all in the first period. Yeah, that was a wild first period, a very long first period. 
Now at 132 pounds, a consolation match between state-rated R.J. Tutlam Hazen of Medicine Valley and Joe Herbert of Arcadia Loop City. And a Herbert gave Hurley all he wanted in the semifinals. And here's the thing with Herbert. He's another one. Been around that program forever, Doug. Good football player. He's a great kid. Know the family real well. Tough, tough kid. And that thing went all the way to overtime. And uh, it was a questionable takedown that was called is how he lost the match. Uh, to Steinkraus, but great job there. And now he's wrestling a state-rated kid in Hazen, and he just took him down, Doug, and it's two to nothing with 15 seconds left in the first period there. Herbert's showing he's on a little bit of a mission this weekend. Yeah, I think I misspoke. He actually was wrestling Steinkraus, not Herbert, or Hurley in the semifinal, so almost took out uh, the state-rated Steinkraus. And uh, Hurley did take out a state-rated wrestler, and Steinkraus just about did. And Steinkraus is about ready to win his match. He's got 25 seconds to go to ride out Hurley. He's up four to nothing. Well, yeah, if things hold on here, four to two down there. Steinkraus, I wonder if he's sick. He just has not looked like himself today. He's uh, not sprint to a finish one time today. But speaking of Herbert, what I can tell you right now is if this holds up, Joe Herbert maybe needs to. Uh, be, be looked at uh, the Class C ratings of, of where that lies for them. You know, he took number two into overtime and then is beating number four. Christian Miller has turned McQuay Scott. Yeah, turned him and pinned him, Doug. It was 14-2. to two. Again, McQuay Scott never backed away, but uh, Christian Miller just in another stratosphere here, uh, as we've said, a three-time state champ. Now, we're going to move to 145 pounds, Doug, and I think this has got a shot to be one of the matches of the day. Cole Ashoff, number two rated of Plainview, two-time state placer, number five rated right now, Trace Bosch of Amherst. This will be good. And as Miller finished his pin, Hurley of Neely Oakdale got a reversal but didn't have enough time to do anything else, and Steinkraus of Plainview will get a 4-2 win over Hurley of Neely Oakdale. So Plainview now with three champions in Rickard, Steinkraus, Miller, and Cole Ashoff getting ready to take the mat here, ranked second at 145 against Trace Bosch of Amherst, finished fourth at state last year at 113, and now is ranked fifth at 145 pounds. Yeah, Bosch is really tough to finish on, Doug. He'll hang on to something forever. Right there, you just saw uh, uh, how that went. Cole Ashoff was in deep, and Bosch was able to fight him off. 145-pound consolation. Raul Klaus of Elwood, Trenton Cluck of the Aurora JVs are just underway. No score yet here at 145. And then you go back over to the 132 consolation and a pin. A pin in 158 for Joe Herbert of Arcadia Loop City over state-rated Tutlam Hazen of Medicine Valley. Yeah, that was it. Herbert just had a great day, Doug. Uh, all the way around, wrestling very, very good, and that's nice to see. Let's get back to action here at the 145-pound championship. Off the whistle, Ashoff moves quickly, and he's going to get the takedown over Bosch of Amherst. Yeah, this Bosch isn't the best coming up from here. He doesn't want to get himself stuck in these positions here uh, where he's down. Ashoff's got a leg deep, and he's crossbody riding him pretty tough here. Bosch really needs to get going here. You're listening to the Amherst Wrestling Invitational, the championship round on KKPR-FM. Carney, Amherst, Callaway, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you in part by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Oh, Doug, this is tough. 
Got a grapevine here, and I'm just telling you, that uh, official stopped it, but it could have been stopped about 30 seconds before. That thing looked like uh, Bosch's arm was coming clean out of the socket. So they'll stop it for potentially dangerous and restart. Ashoff on top and has the lead 2-0 from Plainview. Checking what's going on at the 145-pound consolation. No score. Oh, now they, we do have a score, excuse me. Uh, a re- takedown here for Raul Klaus in the second period of Elwood. To take a 2-0 lead over Cluck of the Aurora JV. 152, the third-place match. Uh, Connor Bonjoff, who was upset earlier as 19-2, will take on Jaden Earhart of Neely Oakdale. Senior sophomore match there, and a 2-0 lead for Bonjoff at the end of the first period. Yeah, and uh, Cole Ashoff is going to finish uh, the period on top against Bosch. And I'll just tell you, Doug, finishing a period on top is so important that your takedown, you keep it worth two points. So many times you get that, uh, you give up that late escape and your takedown was only worth one. Right there, he held on to that takedown, does Ashoff, and then Bosch goes straight back down, and Doug, he was never close to getting out. In the first period, he's really going to have to get to work here, or it's going to be two to nothing uh, going to the third with Ashoff going down. And Ashoff in control here. He is looking to turn Bosch. He was nearly turned in the first period, and he is close to being turned right now. It is very close. As our official Miller right, takes a spin through, we've got a pin over here at 145 pounds. Looks like Cluck is able to turn the tables on Klaus and get the pin in 251. And Bosch is doing a great job fighting this off, but he's not close to getting out. One of the things, Doug, with uh, Bosch is it's going to be a matter. He finally grew, 106, 113. Now he grew. It's going to take him a year to get the muscle on now. And and you, you see some of that. He's just getting uh, out-muscled here a little bit. Current team points, Amherst 185, Plainview 105 and a half, South Loop 86, Cambridge 66. And there were no back points awarded or no near fall there, even though Bosch was so close to getting the count. Uh, Ashoff couldn't get the count on him, and it's still 2 to nothing. and we've got 50 seconds to go on a restart here in the second period. Yeah, Doug, at 152 pounds, Riley Rasicki of Pleasanton has taken the mat against Carter Persley of Aurora, and Persley just run Rasicki straight out of bounds. He means business. That is the 152 championship. Of course, Persley, junior varsity, got drawn in here from Aurora at 152 and has made it all the way to the finals. So Rasicki is going to get a a little bit of a test here. He might get more than he wants. Persley looks like he's in on an early takedown, and he's going to get the takedown. Yeah, that was a great job there. Uh, by Rysicki taking Persley down, Doug. And now, oh, see, just in too big of a hurry. This is what I was talking about with these Pleasanton wrestlers early with Pulaski. And now he's in big trouble. Here's that headlock again, Doug. Coming from Persley. This is what we saw him do in the semis. And he's deadly here. Riley got him reversed, got him on his back. And for some reason, the scoreboard not working. It should be 4-2 to two in favor of of Pleasanton, and Riley's got the lead. Now we go to a restart to start the third period over here at 145. Bosch could not score off bottom. Ashoff of, Ple- of Plainview leads it 2-0 and will take bottom to start the third. Cole Ashoff, Plainview, 2. Trace Bosch, Amherst, nothing. And a quick escape for Ashoff. They'll wrestle off their feet here uh, at 150, 45-pound championship. And that was the right thing to do by Bosch. Don't try to turn him. 
get this thing back to your feet. A takedown and a ride out, uh, Doug would, uh, excuse me, it's three to nothing. He'd need a couple of takedowns, but he could get a stall, a takedown, and a ride out. He's got to really push the pace here. Bosch will not get tired. He's a kid that, uh, energizer bunny type kid. He will not uh, in any shape, wear, form gas. Still 4-2, to two, Riley Rosiski of Pleasanton. Rosiski's down. He gave up the two back points. He took Paisley down. Then on the reversal, it was a reversal with two backs. Okay. He's got to get going. And, Doug, this is just what we said. Like, he's – Rosiski's in such a good shape. But they're, they're too big of a hurry, too rushing everything with all this, uh, like, pent-up uh, – Energy. They just need to slow down and wrestle. Sometimes you can be far too aggressive. I think that score's wrong, Larry. Well, he got he he got two back points on the headlock. Okay. You're right. You're right. As he got thrown, you're correct. Now Bosch is in trouble here. He's going to give up the takedown. Fifty seconds to go. Bosch is a guy they'll need to place for him, I believe, at the state meet. So now Ashoff with a 5-0 lead and 40 seconds to go over Trace Bosch, the 19-4 junior. Of course, Ashoff undefeated 18-0 senior right now and is in control with 30 seconds to go. Connor Bonds off of Cambridge, a 3-0 lead over Jaden Earhart of Neely Oakdale with 40 seconds to go in their match. And as we go to the second period now, uh, Pleasanton going to take, going to have top, excuse me, Aurora is going to take bottom with Carter Persley. Yeah, and there again, Rasiski's trying to run a half, Doug, and he's just he just gives up the reversal. He had like half of he, – he was running a half on top, and then what he was doing to the lower half of his body was like a completely different move. Just got to slow down. Six to two, Persley of the Aurora JV, leading Rasiski of Pleasanton, and now we're over here in the Ashoff match. Cole Ashoff five, Trace Bosch of Amherst one, and Plainview goes four for four. In the finals here at the Amherst Championship. Yeah, Bosch was completely and totally dominated in that match, Doug, but I don't see it later in the year happening that way again. Uh, Bosch is a tremendous competitor. Uh, you know, like we've said it before, his his father was a state champion uh, as well, Doug. He'll have it ready to go. We need to take a break here from some of our fine sponsors. You're listening to the Amherst Wrestling Invite on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. 
Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. Clipper Publishing is honored to feature students from the Platte Valley area each week in the pages of the Wood River Sunbeam, Shelton Clipper, and Given Reporter. From the academic to athletic accomplishments, we're proud of your success. Follow us on the Clipper Publishing Facebook page, where you can download pictures from all of our weekly events we cover in town and at the schools. And go to the Clipper Publishing website for daily updates. We are proud to cover our towns, our people. More action here at 152, where Siski is going to turn Persley, and then Persley going to roll through Larry, and he is going to get the pin. Yeah, there it is, Doug. It's a, a, again, uh, Rasiski was in really good shape, got in a hurry, and Persley just showed us all day, Doug, that he was in this thing to, to win it, and he does. Carter Persley of the Aurora JV pins Riley Rasiski of Pleasanton in three. 43. So as we said, Aurora JV, they bring some quality kids over. They've had some in the finals here, and they get a winner today. Yeah, very nice job. Now we go to 160-pound Stephen Duffy of Shelton Kennesaw. Right, a finish sixth at State in Class C at 152 last year against Cole Eggy of Amherst, and Duffy is going to get the first takedown, and he's been riding Eggy here for about 40 seconds. Mm. He's up 2 nothing. Yeah, and I just tell you, these Duffy boys, they're tough, Doug. They're all grinders. They're going to give you six tough minutes. Another great match. Kalen Klingelhofer, Amherst, Daniel Duffy, Shelton Kennesaw is setting on deck. Got a, a round-robin match. Tyson Trotter of Arcadia Loop City has a 2-0 lead over Cody Runner of Cambridge at 170, but that'll and basically be for third and fourth. He just pinned it's him, over. Doug. Trotter pinned him. So Trotter will get the uh, win there at 100 and 70 pounds. So Tyson Trotter does take third place with the pin, and I think it was 58 seconds. Yeah. And another third-place match, Zach Bliss of the Aurora JV has a 2-0 lead over Gavin Robertson of South Loop as they approach the end of the second period. Yeah, and over in that championship match at 160 pounds, Duffy's still with a 2-0 lead. They're heading to the second period, and there's a caution uh, without question Ron Smith, the official, I think I've had a great conversation with him before Christmas, and this is 40-whatever years he's got in, Doug. And uh, his, uh, he is a great official. He's a tremendous wrestling guy in our state, and he's an absolute human caution machine. <laughs> There's nobody that will give more than old Ron. Spent his career working at Eaton's for about 100 years. He's ready to retire in March. Ron Smith, Carson Hammond, Trey Boyer, Dale Bean, the officials that are here today working the meet. Can't have one without that. You know what? You know what? I've hardly seen any real arguments, and we've been here for no. four hours, five hours now. Yeah, good officials. And you know who I was really impressed with is Carson Hemmen. Of course, Carson Hemmen, we know, multiple-time state champion for Amherst. Really, really good official. And then, of course, uh, Dean Boyer's son, Many think uh, he's one of the better officials in the state. And uh, Dale Bean, of course, we know 
there are some that have said he's having his best year this year. You look over now, we've got Duffy uh, picking up some more points with an escape and a takedown, and now a 5 nothing lead over Cole Eggie of Amherst. A minute to go in the second, a restart with uh, Eggie on bottom here against Duffy. Yeah, and he just hasn't been close to getting out. Duffy's doing a good job. He's got an arm bar worked over. Uh, I will say Eggie's uh, been stingy with his back, and now he's going to give it up, I think, Doug. Look, Duffy is just so methodical uh, in, in how he's done. He has chased that and chased it the whole match, and he's finally going to end up getting three out of it. So now make it eight to nothing in favor of Duffy. Over Eggie of Amherst, still 30 seconds to go. He's able to get out of it, but still needs to find a way to get an escape, which he does right here. Now let's see if he can do anything on his feet the last 20 seconds. Yeah, 20 seconds left in the second period, and that really was pretty good by Aggie to get off of his back and get out. You know, so many times those kids will start sucking their thumb a little bit down there, Doug, when they're getting pounded, and he did not do that. I haven't seen anybody exactly do that, but I'll take your word for it. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you got to tell them to spit the pacifier out and let's get tough. I've seen fast Eddie Aarons in a corner sucking his thumb before, but that could be for a totally different reason. That's right. The legend is here again. Yes, he is. Remember one year ago when you faked being sick so we could have Eddie on and help me out do the Amherst invite? I, I one of do. the best hours of my broadcasting career. Yes. The Hall of Famer. Gee, many crickets, I have to sit here next to two Hall of Famers today <laughs> in Doug and Fast Eddie. I hope you paid to get in. Ord and <laughs> Mullen. Think about that good grief. Farther, the farther west you get, the better you get, right, brother? That's right. At least he spent his career in a good place like Elwood. <laughs> Let's update you where we're at. Stephen Duffy has that 8-1 lead now, and uh, Eggie of Amherst is going to choose bottom to start the third and final period. Here in the third-place match at 160, it is still Zach Bliss of the Aurora JV leading Gavin Robertson of South Loop. 2 to nothing. 43 seconds to go on the match. And then at 182, we just had a round robin, and uh, so I'm not even sure who's going to come out of here. Taylor has been uh, the best so far, but this is Pearson. Uh, you've got Matt Pearson of Cambridge leading Seth Pearson of South Loop, 8 to nothing. Yes, there's a now great, 10 to nothing. really good chance that I think Pearson wins the match. You are so smart. <laughs> Let's take a break. You're listening to uh, High School Wrestling from the Amherst Invite here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. You haven't experienced great food until you've made the short drive to Sumner to dine at Tubbs Pub. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch specials, sure to fill you up, and homemade nightly dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. So make this short drive and see why everyone says great things for miles around about Tubbs Pub in Sumner. It's the best home cooking you'll find, and you won't even have to help with the dishes. Get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner, a proud supporter of tonight's game. 
LaserTech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. LaserTech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. LaserTech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With LaserTech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how LaserTech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day. Just like athletics, to assure a winning combination with insurance, you need the right coverages on the right policies for the right price. Contact the call agency for protection written through the Wadena Insurance Company, a member of the IMT Group in Des Moines, Iowa. Wadena provides fast claim service, new car replacement, and identity recovery coverage built into their auto policies for no additional premium. Call the Crawl Agency Incorporated in Roseland, Hastings, Minden, Kennesaw. The Crawl Agency, the IMT Group, and you, your winning combination. With our producer engineer Ed Smith and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you here at the Amherst Wrestling Invite, getting into the upper weights for championships. Stephen Duffy ends up of Shelton, Kennesaw with that 8-1 win over Cole Aggie. So Stephen Duffy wins it. There was no change in the entire third period. Duffy just wrote him out. And now we've had a couple at 106-145. You've got Kalen Klingelhofer, the top-ranked 170-pounder in Class D, against Daniel Duffy of Shelton, Kennesaw, ranked fifth in C. His only loss this year came to Klingelhofer. Kalen finished third at 160 pounds last year. Duffy 19-1, Klingelhofer 21-0. and Yeah, when this thing started, it was just two bulls smashing into each other. Geez, both these kids look good. Uh, nobody's really been very close to scoring. Both guys have opened up and put themselves at risk, but we just haven't seen any score yet. Matt Pearson of Cambridge won his match over Seth Pearson of South Loop. Last I saw it was 12-0. I think that's how it finished. Now we're ready to get the 220-pound championship underway. Skyler Brown of Overton against fourth-ranked Levi Henderson of Medicine Valley. Scott Taylor of Medicine Valley and Daly Howler of Shelton Kennesaw are wrestling their final match. It's a round robin at 182. Yeah, and as I talked about in the open, Kalen Klingelhofer just kind of being on another level, very slick takedown directly into getting a leg in and looking to turn. Only five seconds left in the period, Doug. But he looks very, very slick and in control of his wrestling right now. And that'll end the first period. Klingelhofer up 2-0 over Duffy. And Klingelhofer immediately takes down here to start the second period. Yeah, he'll go down and look to get out. Duffy's a big, strong rider. Strong legs and hips. Look at the movement there. Great movement by Klingelhofer. Duffy's doing a great job controlling it. But Klingelhofer rises to his feet, rips the wrist, rips the hand, has the escape, and it's 3-0 Klingelhofer with a minute 45 to go in the second period. No score in the first 45 seconds at 2.20. Between 16-3, Levi Henderson, the senior of Med Valley, and 16-3, sophomore Skylar Brown of Overton to the 2.20 final. And good to see some of the eagle blood out there on the mat. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I saw Zach Zaleski. There he is in the corner, Doug, uh, back helping the alma mater course we know him tremendous heavyweight with all those great battles state runner-up walked in the parade for overton nice to see him in the chair he's been pretty calm today as well i said a couple things that were close matches earlier and he's just been very calm and whatever he says over there from the chair yeah he got fired up earlier when his heavyweight was out and that made sense 
Yeah, and Klingelhofer, another takedown. It's now five to nothing, and he's getting back points. Again, Doug, notice the speed at which. See how methodical he's being. When I was talking earlier about some of those other wrestlers getting in too big of a hurry, and they put themselves in trouble. Right there, Klingelhofer took his time, stayed in great position as he put himself at risk. Well, he stacked Duffy up for a two-near fall, but Daniel did get out of there. Not a clean escape, but he did get off his back. But Klingelhofer now a 7-0 lead with 30 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, and very, very uh, much controlling this match in all phases, Doug. And Skyler Brown gets a takedown over here at 220 as they go off the bat, and he's got a 2-0 lead, 25 seconds on a restart of the first period. Late in the period, and here uh, Klingelhofer, he, he just ended the match, Doug. Took him over in another arm bar. I'm just telling you, this team and that family could just needs to trademark that wrist uh, arm bar and wrist tilt. They just wear your arms out. You walk off the mat from wrestling one of those guys, and it feels like your arms are just going to fall off. Now Daniel Duffy, 19-0 against the rest of the world, but 0-2 against Kalen Klingelhofer, who remains undefeated at 22-0 and is your 170-pound champion. And you know another thing? Just the second champ from Amherst today. Yeah, and they're doing it with depth. You know, we've seen that in the last couple of years where, you know, it might not be all these dudes in the finals. Uh, you know, they may only have one or two state champions this year, Doug, uh, but they're just going to get, they're going to gobble up medals. Now, Levi Henderson of Med Valley does get an escape before the end of the second period, so Brown of Overton has a 2-1 lead. They go to the second. Henderson of Med Valley chooses bottom, and he picks Brown off the mat, and it may be a reversal. Let's find out. They're going to scramble it out here. Excuse me, Brown was on bottom. Brown was on bottom, not Henderson. Yeah, and you've got now Dane Bogard, the kind of the Cinderella story last year at the state meet, all the way to the finals, Doug, with his state runner-up performance, rated number one in the state right now at 195 pounds in Class D has taken the mat against Trace Doyle of Cambridge. And Bogard is in deep on a leg looking to finish. Bogard gets the takedown. He is 14-3 as a senior. Doyle is 15-3 as a senior. Skyler Brown of Overton does get the escape. So he now has a 3-1 lead over Levi Henderson of Med Valley with a minute to go in the second period. Yeah, that's been a really good match over there, Doug. Not one person so far has won the title off the bottom of the bracket. Now, Carter Persley was not the number one seed for the Aurora JV, but he did win from the top side of the bracket. No one, two, three seed, has won the Amherst invite yet today. And trying to make the throw is Henderson, and he lost it. Brown falls right on top of him. He's going to pin him, it looks like. Oh, it's close. It's going to be 6-3. to three. He's going to have a 6-3 to three lead. Now they just gave him two. Well, excuse me, seven to one. Seven to one. Seven to one. Now Bogard uh, still on top. Forty seconds left in the period, and he's got a wing wrist. Oh, he just had great transition there. Bogard's wrestling looks better, Doug. He's sharper uh, than he's been in the past. Looks like Scott Taylor of Med Valley's up five nothing over Haller of Shelton Kennesaw, and will win the one hundred and eighty-two pound if he can uh, wrestle out the final 45 seconds here. Again, that was a round robin that was a little off the mark here. That was our only non-true final. Uh, But uh, Taylor uh, of Med Valley, I believe, will be your 182-pound champion. Right. Bogard gives up the late takedown. 
Oh, and there he's going to get one, Doug. Excuse me, the late escape. It was 2-1 to one with two seconds left. He gets the uh, takedown, so he'll take a 4-1 to one lead into the second period. Bogard wins the flip. He's going to defer. And I think Trace Doyle is going to go down. Still 7-1 to one over here for Skyler Brown as they start the third period over state-rated Levi Henderson of Medicine Valley. And it looks like Henderson has decided to go both up because he could not get off bottom uh, after being taken down in the second period. Yeah, he did get an escape in the first. And that's smart, Doug. That's smart. Don't put yourself in trouble. Bogart's really having a tough time returning Doyle of Cambridge, and it's because Doyle, you know, if you've ever seen Bogart, he's about 6'4". He's very tall, and so is Doyle. And those tall guys sometimes are tough. You've got to get your hips under theirs to get them lifted, and that's not always easy. Brown of Overton gets another takedown, and he's in really good shape right now to bring home a 220 title with one minute to go, a 9-1 lead over Henderson of Medicine Valley. Yeah, this is a matter now. You're wrestling the number four kid in the state. Don't foul up. Just get this thing to the shed. And these big guys, 220s, heavies, any little tip, and all of a sudden you end up on your back. Well, at least they're not on their feet where you can get thrown right to your back. He's got an arm. He's got 35 seconds. Brown continues to work. He's looked really, really good, Larry. Yeah, he has, and right there he did a good job. He stayed patient. He had the arm across the back, and he looked to thread the needle. And I was just going to say, don't. you're a big guy. Don't go and do that. And he transitioned back behind him as to not give up the points. And now you've got a situation where Henderson's just laying there, Doug. Back over here at 195, Bogart has ridden Doyle the entire first minute of the second period but has been warned for stalling. And so there will be a restart with Doyle on bottom, but Bogart with the lead 4-1. Yeah, he needs to get out there and run that big half. He's got that big power half or that uh, uh, wrist uh, wing. Third place match at 195. It is C.J. Pickerel of Fullerton 3, Spencer Bloomer of South Loop 2 as they go to the second. And there he's running that wing wrist. Look at there, Doug. I told you, Bogart turned him with it. He just doesn't get tired, and he's an incredible rider in the third period. He's going to get three and then a scramble on the edge of the mat, which is going to allow Trace Doyle to get out. So it's going to be 7-2, to two, I believe, 25 seconds left in the Second period. And Skyler Brown of Overton able to ride out Henderson over the final 30 seconds. Skyler Brown of Overton is a winner 9-1 to one over Henderson of Medicine Valley and the first wrestler to win off the bottom of the bracket. And I thought he looked really good doing it. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Great match over there. The last heavyweight, the last match for championship will be Jacob Peterson, Amherst, Lane Ruby, Arcadia Loop City, JV uh, at heavyweight. But uh, they are on deck. Right now, it's the 220 third place match. Logan Gustafson of Fullerton and Marshall Still of South Loop. And again, maybe because Amherst doesn't have as many champs today, you're getting a little more flavor, more team names being mentioned today. Yeah, no, and I love that. You know, it, it's weird to say Lane Harubi, JV. He's only been in the round of eight at the state meet, I think, twice. I mean, this kid's a good kid. And they are ready to take the mat over here on mat one. Back to Dane Bogard. With the 9-2 lead now over Trace Doyle as they start the third and Bogard will be on bottom. Watch how physical Harubi is, Doug. I mean, he just right there, there wasn't even a wrestling move. He just went and gobbled him up. I mean, bashed him in the head a few times and just right down to the mat. 
that's not even a wrestling move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a few years ago. That's right. But I'm just telling you, that wasn't. That was just, I'm going to submit you. Well, that was here, Pleasanton versus Amherst. That's exactly right. Lammers. Two years ago, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yep. What a great match that was for Pleasanton. Yes. And so Wrestling are, one of the Dibbern boys. We get an escape here from a Dane Bogard of Amherst. He now leads 10-2 to 2 over Doyle of Cambridge. Don't forget, coming up on the New West Post game, we'll have a complete recap of all the matches, the medalists, the point totals, <laughs> and Doyle's going to get a takedown here. So he's not done yet. A minute 10 to go. He takes Bogard down. It's 10-4. to 4. We'll also talk with Coach Klingelhofer of the Amherst champions. I'll tell you what. When we were walking back to get a water before the matches, I actually saw wrestling plaques that didn't say champions. Third place conference, Amherst yeah. Wrestling. Yeah. Long time ago, third place conference, Amherst well, Wrestling. Well, and they, they didn't win a tournament. Was it the Wood River Invite this year? I believe they, yeah, uh, they, they did not win that tournament this year, Doug. Well, or Chanticleers were there. <laughs> But you look at this in, in, in this heavyweight match, and Harubi is just, I mean, beating the heck out of uh, uh, Peterson. Just a minute ago, he just covered up his eyes. Yeah, Peterson just got warned for stalling. He just reached his hand around, did Harubi, and just covered up old Peterson's eyes. Now he's, back, he's a mean dude. Bogart has got a reversal from Amherst. He's going to get the win as Doyle has flattened out with just 15 seconds to go. It's going to be a major 12-4 to 4 is the lead for Dane Bogard, and he will be the third champion for Amherst today. Still working in the final seconds, won't get any near fall points, but Dane Bogard, 12, Trace Doyle, 4. Yeah, that was a good match, uh, kind of a weird matchup for Bogard. I bet he doesn't wrestle very many guys that are as tall. The number two rated uh, heavyweight in the state just got pinned, Doug. Lane Harubi just turned Jacob Peterson and pinned him. This is what I'm telling you. Heavyweight right now in Class D in the state of Nebraska, it is flip a coin. You got a bunch of these dudes that are big, big guys, and there is no hammer right now in the state that's leading the way. I have no idea what's going to happen come Lincoln. That is an incredible finish there at heavyweight. We still have a couple of matches to go, and we will bring them to you when we return. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes, plus a great selection of wind rowers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. 
Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Welcome back to Amherst. Again, want to thank our many fine sponsors, Ron Evans, uh, Colin Pfeiffer, Craig Weeches, all the folks that have helped us out as always, Tom Moore here at Amherst, and of course, the Amherst Wrestling Mothers for the outstanding hospitality room, which they do allow the media guys to not be thrown out of. Uh, not necessarily to come into, but they don't throw us out, Larry. No, it's amazing. It's always very, very good. We do have the heavyweight consolation match going on right now between Junior Sasita of Shelton Kennesaw, a 10-3 and senior, and Jacob Jarabic, a 18-3 and freshman from Arcadia Loop City. Arcadia Loop City just getting a big boost. Of course, Harubi wins it. He had to beat Jarabic to do it uh, to get to the finals, and now uh, he's trying to get third. And no score here as we're into the second period. Yeah, and Loop City gets no points for that win by Harubi as he was the uh, JV wrestler. Uh, but I will tell you, uh, like, as I said earlier, Jarabic is just a huge freshman. Uh, and I, I would foresee him as the experience comes. A tough thing for him is his practice partner is going to graduate. And it'll be very tough for him to find practice partners, Doug, through his career uh, at, at Loop City. They'll have to have somebody that can push him like Harubi can. Uh, but this kid's got a chance to be really good. What do you do with these heavyweights your freshmen that are that big now so Cena, by the way took both up in the second didn't score so Jarabic's going to take bottom here to start the third you've got to think that that's an easy point so Cena's going to try and wrestle him but Jarabic comes right to his feet gets out in five seconds and leads it one to nothing yeah I don't see Cena taking him down but anyway about the big guys as just freshmen whether it's heavyweight 220 uh, they're always wrestling usually more mature guys yeah and it's tough I mean that's, that is not an easy deal, you know, and that's why you see some of those losses happen. I know if I'm Loop City, uh, I mean, clearly you let them keep battling out. And they must be going back and forth. I would like the experience of Harubi. This is a crazy year in heavyweight in Class D, Doug. Harubi could win the state championship. He's got experience down there. He's big. He's tough. He's going to come forward. If he doesn't do, you know, a silly heavyweight well, thing and fall down. He's one of those guys that can be down and stick you. Yes. And he's also could get down because of that, what you were just talking yes, about. Yes, and I think when you look at the Jarabic kid, he's a kid that could win a couple before he's done, but I'd let him get the some experience here, and I'd take the senior. Sasita just can't get in on the taller no. Jarabic here, and it's still one nothing. a minute to go in the match. Sasita's shorter. He looks at the clock. At some point here, he's going to take a gamble, and if he hits it, he wins. If he doesn't, he's going to be on his back, and we're down to 45 seconds. Yeah, no question. And the thing is, when you're wrestling somebody that tall, that's what's going to make Jarabic so good in his career is as he gains this varsity experience, Doug, in the next year or two, he'll be un- you, you just won't be able to score on him because it is so hard to change your level and travel the distance you have to travel to beat his head hands defense because he is so tall. And you can tell Cecilia just wants to get into the arms and throw him. It looks like his only chance is he's going to have to take a shot at the leg, and he has not taken a shot no. the entire match. 30 seconds to go. No. It's just all head, hands and heads and arms. 
20 seconds to go. And you also, Doug, at the heavyweight division, if you want to do one of these throw-bys or throws, you have to do it in the first period. Heavyweights get very greasy. Well, here he goes. He goes for the leg. Jaromic does back off the mat, does not get worn for stalling. Nine seconds. But heavyweights get very, very sweaty and greasy, and you can't do that stuff in the third period. You just slide off. Sosita kind of waited the whole match to hopefully get the move. He'll fire off the whistle, but nothing's going to happen. Jaromic really should have been nailed for stalling multiple times here in the third period, I feel. He was, but not enough for the point. And Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City. Arcadia Loop City has two champions here on our coverage today. Uh, winners, first and third at heavyweight, and he wins it by a score of one to Yeah, nothing. and Herbert gets third today, Doug. And just and I really thought Herbert was there was Loop City's best performer today. Harubi did a, just a fabulous job, but Herbert wrestled great today to get third. We're gonna take a break, come back, take a look at some of the results, coaches' interviews, the new tech. Uh, the New West postgame show coming up. We're at the Amherst Invite here on KKPR, FM, Carney, Elwood, and our friends in Kennesaw. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Carney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. 
And welcome back to high school wrestling here at the Amherst Invite. Another year is in the books, and this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Thank goodness Scotty Cratcher didn't have to do a lot of work today, Larry. Yes, that's great. Anytime he's able to just sit back there and eat food and make fun of people. <laughs> no, it's usually me he's making fun of. <laughs> well, the final team results uh, look like this as everything is in the books. Let's go ahead and break those down, then we'll talk with Coach Klingelhofer. SEM 16th with five points and Selma Myrna 15th with eight points. Fullerton 14th with 38 points. Overton was 13th with 41. Eustace Farnham 12th with 45. Neely Oakdale 11th with 49 and a half. Elwood and Pleasanton tied for 9th with 52. Tied for 7th with 60. Arcadia Loop City and Med Valley. 6th was the Aurora JV with 63. Your top 5, Shelton Kennesaw 5th with 74. Cambridge 4th with 77. South Loop 3rd with 92. Plainview 2nd with 119 and a half. And Amherst did get to 202 points to win it again. And Coach Chase Klingelhofer joins us, and Coach, uh, congratulations to you and the boys today. Thank you. What do you think? Uh, just kind of your overall impressions. You scored a lot of points. Larry and I were talking about maybe doing it more with depth today than individual champions, and, and it's sometimes it's not fair. Oh, man, you didn't have six, seven, eight champs, uh, but you had a lot of kids do some good things today, and you had three champs. What would you think of the day? Um, you know, overall, it's, uh, it's kind of what I expected from the guys they've we started out slow at the beginning, and here after Christmas, uh, we've had two meets uh, since Christmas, um, and they've really stepped it up. They're looking a lot better. I finally have a full practice room. There for a while, I was getting down to 10 or 11 guys showing up, and so um, I, uh, you know, I filled 12 weight classes today. Um, that's the most I'm going to fill this year, and so everybody came out today and, and wrestled hard, and we had some, some really good head-to-head matches that we're going to have later on down at state and at districts, and so it was it was a good day overall for us. Chase, if, if you were to take a look at, you know, I always, January, uh, it was a very important month for me, the beginning of, as a coach, to just kind of see where I was so I had enough time to fix what I needed to fix. If you were to assess where you guys are right now, from your perspective, where are you? Honestly, uh, we have a lot to do yet. We, we got rode out quite a bit today, um, but there was also some good competition. Um, you know, just like every other team in the state, probably we need to get better on our feet and we need to get better at escaping off bottom. I think um, on top, we're pretty close to where we need to be. Uh, we do a pretty good job of what Amherst does. Um, yeah, just as far, I mean, we, we got a lot to do until until February gets here, that's for sure. I would say uh, from looking, I've, you know, it's been a, real, a lot of years that I've watched Amherst wrestling and you guys look good. I mean, you, you do, you look good. And as you said, on top, your hammers, uh, your good kids are doing what they're supposed to do on their feet. But I, I think you've got it going. Yep, absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, the, the kids that that know what to do are, are definitely doing what they know what to do. Um, Chase Klingelhofer, head coach at Amherst, is joining us here. Let's talk about your three champions. Let's start with the big boys. Uh, Larry was mentioning how technical and how just – zoned in Kalen is and Dane uh, is pretty close to that and he, maybe he was even a little more powerful but Kalen just kind of knows what he's ever doing and Duffy is a great competitor and uh, and he really just controlled him for the second time this year yeah Kalen he uh, he's really uh, you know he found his spot where he needs to be he knows what moves work best for him 
and he's always he tries new things in practice almost every day. He's even though he's got his his good moves are mastered, you know, he's still trying new moves and and I think that's the difference that sets him apart is he's always going 110% no matter what we're drilled no matter what drill we're doing. Um, and it shows that on the mat for sure. And uh, Dane uh, taking care of a Trace Doyle, a couple of tall guys out there at 195. Yep, um, Dane, and and I think the reason that he he's getting better too here. Him and Kalen go at it every day in practice too, and um, he gets tossed in with our heavyweight, so he gets he gets the both. Uh, he gets the speed from Kalen and the the weight from from da- uh, Jacob. So he gets a good workout every day. Uh, he's looking really good, and uh, he's going to improve a lot yet here in the next month too. It used to be when this whole run started for Amherst, the little guys, the the lightweights made all the points. It's not so much the case anymore, but your 13-pounder, Salvi, comes out and and gets the win today. Yeah, Salvi, he's getting really good here, too. Um, He's kind of the same story, a slow start at the beginning. Um, You know, he really picked it up a lot in practice, and he wrestles every day with Isaiah Shields, and so those two are definitely... Um, I think what we say is steel sharpened steel. So it's it's every day is a grind for those two, and and again with with both of them, it's really showing a lot. Yeah, no. If if you were to say, uh, you know, when you look at um, Kalen, for instance, you know, one of the things that I saw is he reminds me uh, of somewhat of of Chase Klingelhofer's senior year in the sense of what what is really in front of him, and it it is a really big deal for him uh, to get this done. Uh, and the drive that I see um, uh, reminds me of that uh, in, in, in many ways with yourself. Do you see that parallel in, in how that's uh, going through this winter? Well, yeah, at first I appreciate you saying that. It means a lot because Kalen is, I mean, he's very good. So um, to even be compared to him is, I mean, it's a huge compliment. Um, you know, I think... Uh, Always having a family member in the corner, I think that had a lot to do with Mason and Jacob and and uh, Brant's Brant Florell's success and now Sam coming up and Kalen's good and and I did my part. Um, I think always having David in the corner is a big push because you you obviously don't want to let him down. Um, so just with him there, and it's in itself is a push, and then and then building off that, and then you got your teammates on the other mats beside you are doing good, and everything just fuels each other. Chase, uh, it maybe didn't end with a bang there. Uh, Jacob got pinned for you. What were some of the other things that you saw today? Maybe a bright spot. You talked about some things that you're going to work on. Obviously, maybe I just pointed out maybe the the, the low spot because everybody else uh, that was in the finals and got second today were the underdogs in their match. So overall, was there anything else? That stuck out today for you. Um, I want to say Sam Florell um, against Christian Miller. He did go out and get pinned, but I was extremely impressed with how he went on bottom. Um, he get, he got taken down right away, but just the fact that he was able to hold his own on bottom in the first and the second period um, really said a lot to me about what Sam is capable of doing. And and I would say Chase that this is a testament to you. One of the one of the best things that I saw come out of the Sam Florell match was I personally thought at the end of it, Christian Miller was incredibly unsportsmanlike and just a very non-class act, and we didn't see anything out of the Amherst wrestler, out of Sam, and I think that speaks to you and your program in, in what you've got going on, so that doesn't turn into a train wreck. I thought Sam acquitted himself very well in that in that spot. Yeah, but I did, I'd agree with that. Um, I thought he handled it really well. Uh, he's going to take a lot away from that match, and, and hopefully he can learn how to capitalize on that and and get better from that match. Chase, as we get closer to conference district state, 
This question is going to be brought to you and probably already has been, and we brought to you a hundred times, and I'll bring it to you three or four times. So we know the legend. We know that you took over the program. We know Dave's been a part of this program throughout the whole time. How's it going so far? I think it's going good. Um, the transition was, was really smooth. Uh, it was a very accepting community. Um, a lot of understanding people also, so they, they understand that the styles are 100% different, even though Tyler coached me up. Um, it's still different. Um, the kids are working hard. I really can't ask for too much more. Well, it sounds like and looks like uh, things are going again, as usual, for the Broncos in the right direction. We'll let you get down there and accept the team plaque, and uh, again, we'll see you here uh, quite a bit over the next uh, six to eight weeks. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, Chase. Chase Klingelhofer joining us here on the post-game show brought to you by New West. They are the team champion. We'll be back, take a look at all the results, and have a lot more from Amherst after this. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. Clipper Publishing is honored to feature students from the Platte Valley area each week in the pages of the Wood River Sunbeam, Shelton Clipper, and Given Reporter. From the academic to athletic accomplishments, we're proud of your success. Follow us on the Clipper Publishing Facebook page, where you can download pictures from all of our weekly events we cover in town and at the schools. And go to the Clipper Publishing website for daily updates. We are proud to cover our towns, our people. We are on a mission for more. At Producers Hybrids, we think, work, and live outside the bag. That's what makes us different. As the leader in the Western Corn Belt, we focus on superior products, elite genetics, and cutting-edge trait technologies. We are exceedingly greater and out-yield the rest. Contact your local dealer, Jared Kenny today at 308-440-9832 or visit ProducersHybrids.com. We are Producers Hybrids. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. You haven't experienced great food until you've made the short drive to Sumner to dine at Tubbs Pub. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch specials sure to fill you up and homemade nightly dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. So make the short drive and see why everyone says great things for miles around about Tubbs Pub in Sumner. It's the best home cooking you'll find, and you won't even have to help with the dishes. Get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner, a proud supporter of tonight's game. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here. And uh, the most outstanding wrestler has uh, been named for the uh, 2017 Amherst invite. And, you know, Larry, when we were talking about it before the finals, we, we mentioned off-air about four different places where we thought, okay, this kid probably has a chance. And uh, the one that I brought up, we didn't think would probably get it because he was with the junior varsity from Aurora. But Carter Persley was the kid that came out of nowhere and probably beat more 
wrestlers ahead of him, and he was uh, the 152 champion, and he's able to be named the most outstanding wrestler by the coaches here. And deserved it every inch of the way. You were the one that brought it up, and I said, no way. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think they'd do it, but he deserved it all the way to the end. Uh, great job, and congratulations to him. Well, there was a couple other guys out there that obviously were uh, – in the running, Kalen Klingelhofer is just so good. He's just so good, but he was in a round robin and had to just win three matches, but one of those was against Duffy, and he looks really, really good. He had to be on a few of the ballots as well, and Tyler Pulowski is looking really good. He probably was on a ballot or two. Yeah, no question. Cameron Wilkinson uh, wins it at 106. Uh, we'll run down the results here for you in uh, just a second, but uh, what were some of the other things besides what we talked about with uh, Coach Klingelhofer from Amherst that you saw today? I mean, we can always point out some of the teams that are towards the bottom third start to rise to the middle or those in the middle start to rise to the top five and for that to happen somebody else has to tumble but you see Elwood is one of the programs it's been on a roller coaster over 15 years here as far as number of kids and that's what usually it has to do with the class D it's a lot about the number of kids usually every program has somebody that's quality but it's just how many of them you have. Yeah and I think you, you know the a couple of things that stuck out today first I wanted to see Plainview and looking at this, is Amherst going to be able to continue the run? In my opinion, it was Amherst that, or excuse me, Plainview that caused them their biggest threat. What I saw at a Plainview today, Doug, is a team that at the very top flight is top-notch. Their four guys are unbelievable. They don't have enough depth to, to, to threaten. So uh, as long as Amherst, does, but they're good enough, Amherst can't stumble down at the state meet uh, or, or they're in trouble. The other thing was, you brought it up, Elwood. Elwood's one of those teams that um, uh, back towards the end of, of me coaching in the mid-2000s or late 2000s, he was pretty good, you know, and, and around the time he retired, uh, Eddie, he was good. And then it kind of fell off for a few years, and they brought it back to where that program is absolutely um, on the rise right now as, as I see that. South Loop, of course, uh, is doing very well right now and some of those other teams you know maybe they've fallen back a little bit but it has as much to do with you know maybe a kid didn't wrestle today you know a lot of points you know one kid's 20 points and if you know look at loop city for an instance you take loop city they score 47 points there's probably 15 more points if it's the other guy at heavyweight 15 points sticks him up in here where we're talking about a top five finish yeah the the, the jv uh, winning the championship at 285 you're exactly right harubi's points don't count they would have been a top five team had he won the wrestle off i assume in the wrestle room this yeah. week or uh, not gotten beat last night in the tournament by the kid yeah that, there you go so you're exactly right. Uh, so sometimes the looks can be a little deceiving. And then as a coach, you're going, why can't one of them be 220 and the other be 285? Oh, gosh, that's for sure. You do ask yourself that, Doug. Again, we want to remind folks that our next high school sports coverage here on Classic Hits will be Tuesday night. It's back to basketball as Ravenna will be at Minden Thursday. Kearney Catholic is at St. Paul. Also, our next wrestling is two weeks from, well, it's not two weeks from today because we will be looking at the Kearney High Columbus Duel, the number two and three teams in Class A coming up on the 19th. That's a Thursday night, right, Bakes? Yeah, and that's it's, it's kind of interesting. You know, Columbus just dueled Millard South the other night. It ended up being about 20, 21 points, something like that, that Columbus lost by. Millard South does look to me to be the class. The injury, of course, that Carney High has suffered is going to make it to where I don't know that they're going to be able to push now. I think that's 
That is a lot of points. Talk about that. Yeah, well, at 182 pounds, uh, you know, it's a, uh, from what I understand, uh, a knee that's not going to allow him to finish. So they've had to move some things around. Uh, and uh, their backup kid that they're going to stick in, they've moved up from 70, I believe. Uh, Doug, uh, he's probably going to qualify, could win a match, but it's not a situation where, uh, you know, Palomo uh, uh, could have won a state championship yeah, or wow, been in the finals. Leo, yeah. You know, so um, I think that does change the complexion some, but I'm just telling you, this dual meet, if you're not going to be there, it's worth the travel to go, but if you're not, you have to tune in and listen because it is a cool atmosphere. You know, last year, the last one we did in the barn was a really neat atmosphere with all the singlets and stuff. Columbus does it right. You know, to, to just put this into perspective, Columbus won all those state championships back in the 70s and 80s, and it was incredible. They went on a little bit of a slide where they didn't win. And... I'll never forget, remember all the banners that hung in the Devaney, and everybody hung their banner. Columbus was pretty good that year, and you know, Grand Isle, you know, I, I, I was young, junior high-ish, you know, I thought, well, maybe we've got a shot coming into this thing, and there's this giant banner that gets hung, and it says, it was when the movie had come out, it says, the Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> and they come back and won it. <laughs> so the thing is, that is how they feel about themselves. They'll shut the lights off, they'll have a smoke machine, they'll have music, it'll be a great environment. The bell. Yep. They'll have the bell. So Columbus and Carney in Columbus on Thursday the 19th. By the way, the 21st, it's the Lou Platt Conference Championships. Now with Adam Central in the Central Conference, will that open it up? You've got to think maybe Ord, Carney Catholic are the two favorites going in. But, again, it's the numbers. Adam Central usually won that because they were full. Period. And now I don't think there is one team in the Lou Platt that can come in full. That will be at Ravenna in two weeks. Yeah, and, Doug, I think when you talk about that, Carney Catholic's the top of it. I mean, when you – but it, it that could be a depth issue. Wood River is pretty good. Wood River's really good, and they'll have some depth. Darren's got them going again. You know, he's just – Darren Waddington, the coach there, does such a tremendous job. They've got some top-flight kids, and they have some depth kids. Wood River will factor into that, uh, I believe. And Ord, you know, they had about a two- or three-year run here where it was not so good. They had some good individuals, but from a team perspective, not so much. And uh, I do see now where you have a situation where they've got enough depth. That is always a great tournament, and I expect it to be again, Doug, uh, in a couple of weeks. We always see state champions come out of that tournament. We see state semifinalist matchups come out of that tournament. That is always a great afternoon. Next week, by the way, Friday, Saturday, the Midwest duels going out of the Buffalo County Fairgrounds, high school and college teams. Thursday, UNK will duel Lindenwood, and Kearney will duel North Platte at, simultaneously at Kearney High. They did that last year, and they loved it. They're doing it this Thursday night. That's the singlet night for all the Kearney High Bearcat kids. Oh, they're going to do it again at that? Oh, I didn't know that. They that's loved great. It. Yes. They loved it. It was kind of one of those that came out of nowhere, and they, they were – they found as many old singlets as yep. they could. There was like 200 student body wearing singlets, and they were starting to run out. They couldn't. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how many they had, but they were running out. Yeah, that was a tremendous atmosphere. And and the, the Midwest Duels, Doug, is a great event, uh, and it as well will be. Uh, there will be a lot of tremendous wrestling there. Things get very interesting now because it happens fast. Once we get back from Christmas, this winter sports season, like wrestling season, seems like it takes forever. Once you get past this weekend. It goes really quick from here because all of a sudden it's the conference tournament. You got a week off, and then all of a sudden it's the district tournament. So things happen very quickly. And then we move into state and state duels one more time at least uh, at Kearney, and you've got all the coverage 
uh, right here. Let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, final results on our New West Post game. Here are the placers. And, uh, Larry, if you've got a comment at any point, uh, just feel free. At 106 pounds in the third-place match, Sam Turney of uh, Shelton Going, Shelton Kennesaw, where that came from. <laughs> Sam Turney of Shelton Kennesaw, a winner over Kent Ray of Elwood in a pin at 441. Ray had the early lead. Turney comes back. And then Cameron Wilkinson wins 106 from Neely Oakdale, 7 nothing over Isaiah Shields you of will, Amherst. You will see that match again later, Doug. And it will be deep in the state tournament. I think. I think both those kids at 106 pounds, Wilkinson uh, and Shields, are going to have something to say about it at the end of the year. Do have an opportunity to hear some more from our sponsors. We'll do that and give you the rest of the results in a moment. LaserTech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. LaserTech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. LaserTech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With LaserTech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how LaserTech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day just like athletics to assure a winning combination with insurance you need the right coverages on the right policies for the right price contact the crawl agency for protection written through the wadena insurance company a member of the imt group in des moines iowa wadena provides fast claim service new car replacement and identity recovery coverage built into their auto policies for no additional premium Call the Crawl Agency Incorporated in Roseland, Hastings, Minden, and Kennesaw. The Crawl Agency, the IMT Group, and you, your winning combination. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work, in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes, plus a great selection of wind rollers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. Now let's take a look at the rest of the uh, finals today here on the New West Post Game Show. At 113 pounds, it was a round robin. There was three weight classes where they didn't feel they had enough to uh, uh, wrestle it out in brackets so that the kids would get more than one or two matches. And Salvador Gary of Amherst wins at 113. Brian Herrick of Eustace Farnham second. Jaden Sabatka of Plainview third. Dalton Donegan of South Loop 
finishes in fourth at 120 pounds. In the consolation match, Braden Cumston of Amherst pins Connor Sondrup of Fullerton in three minutes to take third. In the championship, Dominic Rickard of Plainview, uh, who, of course, is a defending state champion, wins it 8-3 to three over Tayton Eggleston of South Loop. At 126 pounds in the third-place match, two Amherst wrestlers. It was Morgan Shields winning over Hunter Cobb 3-2 to two in the championship. Defending state champ Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton improves to 18-1 by pinning uh, sixth-ranked Adrian Gherkin of Eustace Farnham in 245. At 132 pounds, third place to Joe Herbert of Arcadia Loop City over state-rated R.J. Tutlam Hazen of Medicine Valley. Pinned him in 159. And in the championship, Trenton Steinkraus of Plainview, a 4-2 win over Andrew Hurley of Neely Oakdale. And that was one of those semifinals that was really, really close. Herbert was that close to being another big winner today for Arcadia Loop City. Uh, lost in overtime in the semis. Yeah, no question. And on a really questionable call, um, whether or not it was a, a takedown, Doug. Herbert, I thought, had a tremendous tournament. Uh, it takes you know that match all the way to the bitter, bitter end and then beats a Class D-rated wrestler for third and fourth. 138 pounds, the consolation. Sam Florell of Amherst, a 4-2 win over Ben Bogle of Elwood and a three-time champion Christian Miller of Plainview over McQuay Scott of Arcadia Loop City. A pin in 310, but I guess maybe the story there is McQuay Scott actually scored on Miller. Yeah, and, and did for real. I mean, he reversed him early in the match and I thought wrestled him very tough early. McQuay Scott's one of those kids you're always going to get a tough match out of him. 145 pounds in the consolation. Raul Klaus of Elwood over Trenton Cluck of the Aurora JV. Uh, this says by rule, uh, and I'm going to have to look back here uh, because I thought Cluck actually won that match. Uh, we had him winning in pin, but the official results, I don't know what happened, uh, why yeah. it would say that. All it says here is rule uh, on the official. Hmm. So I don't know if he had too many matches today yeah, or, sure or what the deal was, but Cluck beat him on the mat. Cole Ashoff of Plainview won the 145-pound championship over Trace Bosch of Amherst 5-1. to one. At 152 pounds, the consolation match, Connor Bonjoff of Cambridge, a 3-0 win over Jaden Earhart of Neely Oakdale. Bonjoff was in the consolations because he got beat by Carter Persley, the most outstanding wrestler of the Aurora JV, pins Riley Rasiski of Pleasanton in 344. At 160 pounds, the consolation, Zach Bliss of the Aurora JVs, a 2-1 win over Gavin Robertson of South Loop. And in the championship, Stephen Duffy of Shelton Kennesaw 8-1 over Cole Eggie of Amherst. At 170, that was a round robiner. Kalen Klingelhofer of Amherst, though, beat Daniel Duffy of Shelton Kennesaw in the uh, final match today by a score of, uh, by a pin in 348. Tyson Trotter of Arcadia Loop City third. Cody Runner of Cambridge finished in fourth. 182, again, a round robin. Scott Taylor of Medicine Valley, the champ. Matt Pearson of Cambridge, the runner-up. Daly Haller of Shelton Kennesaw, third. Seth Pearson of South Loop finished in fourth. At 195, the consolation match, C.J. Pickrell of Fullerton pins Spencer Bloomer of South Loop in 143. And in the championship, Dane Bogart of Amherst, a major decision over Trace Doyle of Cambridge, 12-4. 220 pounds, the consolation, Marshall Still of South Loop pins Logan Gustafson of Fullerton in 214. And in the championship, Skyler Brown of Overton, a 9-1 major decision over Levi Henderson of Medicine Valley. We talked about it throughout the match, but Brown, for not being the big state-rated wrestler, 
looked as good as any non-rated wrestler today. No doubt about it. I thought he did a very good job. The thing that I was impressed with, it was it was very controlled many times in those upper weights that kind of turns into the flop game, and he didn't allow that to happen. He looked very controlled. He looked sharp in all positions, uh, and I thought looked really good, Doug, uh, in, in beating a rated wrestler. And I think, he, uh, again, if he can continue to wrestle with that um, – uh, patience and and be that sharp he'll factor into it at the end of the year and then heavyweight was a little uh screwy i don't know uh, yeah, I, <laughs> it ended weird the consolation match jacob jarabic the varsity wrestler of arcadia loop city a one nothing win over junior sasita of shelton kennesaw and then in the championship arcadia loop city had to wrestle as a jv today lane harubi a state qualifier and he ends up pinning second ranked jacob peterson of amherst in 159 yeah and i think the thing is it's so misleading people will walk away uh and and say geez the jv guy wins it uh and the varsity guy doesn't but you've got to understand lane harubi's a stud he's been in the round of eight before uh on friday night at the state meet he's a senior he is big and he is mean uh you know he does it right uh uh i think i think he i legitimately believe that uh if lane harubi keeps going here he will factor into the Parade of Champions and the state championship at the end of the year in Class C. Yes, Class C, excuse me. But 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 I do believe he's big enough and he's tough enough, uh, Doug, that, that, that he can. Last night, I will say, though, he lost <laughs> to, you know, his season has just started. He's just started wrestling here after Christmas. Yeah, uh, he's only four. He's yes. five and two on the season. Yes, uh, and lost twice last night. Uh, his two losses were last night at the Burwell Invite, and one was to uh, Jacob Jarabic. And, you know, we talked about Jacob Jarabic several times here today. Uh, I believe that he is going to be really good down the road. Well, those two big boys are a Sarah Care Hospice moment of the day. Sarah Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call a Sarah Care Hospice for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. We'll put a wrap on the 2017 Amherst Invite in just a moment. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! 
Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasanton Meat Processing says tear them up, Bulldog. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Uh, Larry, we've kind of went over everything there was to go over, but uh, Amherst ends up winning their championship again today. Uh, as you saw what has happened with Burwell, you saw Plainview today, you saw Amherst. I'm not sure that there's anybody else that is even in the running uh, to Omaha uh, for a state championship. As we set halfway through the season, where do you see the Class D race? Um, honestly, if, if, if everything kind of works itself out the way you look at it, I see, you know, I mean, Amherst by maybe as many as 40 or 50 points, but I'm going to tell you this, Doug, uh, when you live on the back end, like Amherst is going Mm -hmm. to, that's a great thing. I mean, it doesn't matter when you win a state championship going forward or back, but when you live on the back end, not all of those guys will place like you thought they would. You know what I'm saying? You've you know, your hammers are going to get there. Somebody's going to get upset. Somebody's going to, and there is enough firepower behind them. I'm telling you, Burwell and especially uh, Plainview. There's enough firepower behind them. If they were to have one of those tough rounds, uh, uh, that could get iffy. Here's what I will say, though. I am very impressed with what Chase Klingelhofer is doing with this program. Without question, uh, I think it looks like it's on the right track. They're in shape. They're physical. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, I think he's a tremendous kid. I balled my brains out when he beat Church in the semis, and then when he won his state championship. Uh, uh, so uh, give that caveat that I think a lot of of the man, but I think he's doing a great job, Doug, and I do think he'll have them ready at the state meet. So in Class D, that's what I would say. By the way, High Plains invite, the biggest uh, meet probably going on in the state this week. There's some good ones. Valentine wins it with 262. Wahoo Cedar Bluff second 161, David City third 158, Battle Creek fourth 141, Carney Catholic fifth 139. Then it's Scotus Skyler High Plains Adams Central was ninth with 83 wow. and a half, and Centennial finished in tenth place out of the 22. Uh, organizations that had uh, schools there today. See, and that's the other thing I would say. I think when you just break these quickly, when you break them down quickly, uh, Class C, I don't see anybody getting near Valentine. And in Class A, I'm just bearcatting it up. Um, but with, you know, some of those recent events, you know, I think Millard South is probably the class there. It's all about Class B this year. Can Gretna get it done? Gretna's good enough. Can they beat Scott? Scott's not who they've been. So when you get into these team races, I think uh, the drama's in B. A lot of other sports going on tonight. Nebraska women at Michigan State. UNK's playing Central Missouri right now. Hastings College is playing Midland. Uh, those games and doubleheaders are wrapping up in the NFL. The Houston Texans have a 20-7 lead over the Raiders. 8-20 to go in the third quarter. 
And right now on ESPN 1460, it's Carney High Basketball. The Bearcats are playing Lincoln Northeast. Northeast girls are undefeated, and both of the Northeast teams are state-rated, and that is underway right now on ESPN 1460. Following that, we will join the Detroit-Seattle game and then both of the NFL games tomorrow, Miami-Pittsburgh, the noon game, and Green Bay and the Giants, the uh, 315 game on ESPN 1460. We'll take our last break and uh, call it good here from Amherst after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. Is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Folks, if you're on your way home and you're listening to our recap today and you are obviously then a wrestling fan, be sure to stop in. And when the next time you stop into one of the businesses that you heard sponsor the broadcast, tell them thanks. We had tremendous support again today uh, for the Amherst invite, and we do throughout the year, whether it's it is what's going on with districts, Luplat Conference, what we do with Carney High. But throughout the year, we just want to say a big thank you. Uh, wouldn't be able to do it without them, Larry. Yeah, no question. All those people that support it, Doug. And, and the nice thing is it gives these high school athletes some exposure that they wouldn't otherwise have. We have an incredibly supportive community that, that – uh, allows stuff like this to happen of course districts are back here this year at amherst it'll be a little bit different larry where they put some of the west in but and serpentine it but you won't necessarily like have all the fkc teams in uh it'll be a little bit different no they've done it by your state points and your district points they're trying to find a way to make these things a little more competitive and uh if you've done better you're going to have to travel a little bit maybe and wrestle on a tougher one and if you've struggled they're trying to get some of those districts together of i've i've i'd like to see how it will work out you know the one thing i will say is it keeps it from that far west district you know sending a bunch of kids that they probably shouldn't uh and leaving a bunch of kids home out of those east districts you know 
that otherwise would be state medalists, but the verdict is still out. So we will again be back for the Columbus uh, Carney duel on the 19th at Columbus, and then two weeks from today on the 21st, we're in Ravenna for the Lou Platt Conference Championship. Amherst wins their own invite with 202, Plainview second with 119.5, South Loop, Cambridge, and Shelton Kennesaw round out the top five. And a congratulations to all those that won championships here today. For our producer engineer, Ed Smith, and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and thanks for listening to High School Wrestling here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Kennesaw Market is an affiliated foods Midwest store. The Kennesaw Market is your hometown grocer, stocking Surefine and Surefresh products. The Kennesaw Market also has a dining area, serving daily lunch specials, dine-in or carry-out. The Kennesaw Market is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, and 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sundays. They appreciate your business at the Kennesaw Market, 210 North Smith Avenue in Kennesaw. The Kennesaw Market is a proud supporter of all the Kennesaw athletes, teams, and coaches. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and in all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area 